are back with another Black Window Cream podcast. New episode every single Sunday. I'm your host, Ben Haggerty, a.k.a. Ben Real First World. Today, we sit down and talk with Schoolboy Q's road manager and one of my good homies, Stupid Genius, a.k.a. Akeem Smith, a.k.a. Keem. Keem has been working with Top Dog Entertainment and several of the artists on that label for the past five years and counting. This dude has been through it all, including getting shot while on tour, which is crazy, and the motherfucker survived. In this interview, we not only talk about that event, but we discuss how Keem went from working at TSA at the LAX airport to traveling the world with one of the biggest rappers. We talk about his innate goals to help connect the dots for upcoming musicians and artists. He even offers steps to creators on how they should approach a tour manager to give music, photograph shows, and more. His mindset and work ethic is through the roof. I really believe this dude has so much credible insight on the industry and can offer plenty of advice from musicians, videographers, photographers, and potential road managers. Prepare to hear some of the lit tips and tricks in this interview today. Shout out to my dog, Keem. If this is your first time tuning into the podcast, you're probably wondering what does Black Window Cream stand for? Black Window Cream is a private content creator group fueled by caffeine, or at least I take my coffee, Black Window Cream, but you can drink or not drink whatever caffeine you fuck with and still be a part of our community. We're a private group on Facebook open to creators of all kinds, aka if you make videos, if you're a road manager, if you're a photographer, if you do marketing, management, editing, dancing, etc., 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 all creators are welcome. Our private group has been growing rapidly. We have a shit ton of members working together by sharing content, asking for feedback, passing tips and tricks along to one another with the goal of pushing each other to become the best motherfucking content creators on earth. And you can join our group if you want to by going to bwnc.com slash join. We would love to fucking have you. Please join. If you're interested in supporting Black Window Cream, go to blackwindowcream.com slash merch. We have hats, shirts, stickers, pins, and shit. All that's available in the store. I appreciate anyone who picks up some merch. If you don't have the funds, I get it. There's another way you can support. Just share this fucking podcast with your friend. That's it. Do that. Leave a review on iTunes. All that shit helps me out. I appreciate you. All right. That's it, I guess. Uh, Enjoy the work week. It's Super Bowl Sunday, I guess. I might watch that. Keep creating. Make sure to tune in every Sunday for another Black Window Cream episode. And uh, without further ado, I bring to you my interview with Keem and the most epic podcast intro ever created right motherfucking now. Attention. If you stop this podcast recording at any time, you will die. I don't want to die. Do you want to live? You have 24 hours to share this podcast with five people or you will die. I'm kidding. You won't die. You're just weak shit for not sharing. And the winner of the best motherfucking podcast goes to... Goes to... Black with no cream. What do you think? It's so fucking dumb and so fucking Ben Haggerty. I knew you would say that. And we're back with another Black with no cream motherfucking podcast. Today with a special guest. What's that? He goes by the name of Keem. He goes by the name of Stupid Genius, or before I thought it was Cupid Genius. Everybody, a did. Valentine's Day freak, <laughs> lover, <laughs> Valentine's Day lover. Uh, but yeah, you could just we'll just call him Keem for everyone that's listening to this. What's up, Doc? What's up, Champion? Nothing. How you doing? I'm good. Um, we're just sitting here in uh, Century City, Los Angeles, California. I don't know if that works. Century City, California. However, that is divided. Yeah, I don't work. think nobody says Century City if they're from California. Yeah, we're in LA. Yeah, I, I still say Santa Monica, but... You Central would call this Santa Monica? Or I usually say this side of town. I just say, give this Santa Monica. All right, before people click away, because we haven't described what this episode is about, uh, Keem is your Q's like, tour manager, manager. You're like his day-to-day Tour everything. manager, yeah. Tour, tour management, manager, yeah. yeah. You make some moves. So uh, Keem and I met 
uh, two years ago? A year and a half ago? Yeah, two two years ago. Damn. I mean, I actually met you. Yeah, you did meet me before that, right? Yeah. That's crazy. I forgot about that. Yeah, big backpack wearing Ben. (laughs) Walking through the house, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, we met on the Blank Face tour. Um, It was a world tour, and uh, we didn't meet then, but like, we spent most, we became friends then, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, but I met you, uh, like, probably a year before that at Craig's house. Craig's house, yeah. And I thought you were, like, scary. You thought I was scary? Yep. Why? I don't know. I just heard you got shot up, and you're, like, crazy dude, and you're big, and you... Oh, got, damn. Like, scary. Scary, like, you can fuck me aggressive up. Aggressive and all yeah. that. Yeah, 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 nah. Did I come off like that? I don't remember. I just remember you walking through the house like, hey. Oh, no. I always tried to bring that good energy. That's what I try to do. Yeah. If anything. I, I never. I was probably quiet sometimes, too. That's just me being a Gemini. I think I. You're a Gemini? Gemini. When's your birthday? June 1st. You're full of shit. No, I'm not full of shit. What did we do? Oh, no. We weren't on tour during our. My birthday's the 5th. Uh, June 1st. June my birth- 5th? Yeah, my birthday's the 5th. June 5th? Hell yeah, Gemini. That's why we're so alike. Damn, you serious right now? I'm dead ass. That's crazy. I mm-hmm. definitely know you was June 5th. Yeah, all. dude. I know. That's what okay. I'm saying. Okay. We'll yeah. do something this year. Yeah, we're doing something. I like that. Uh, but anyway, I, I'm excited to bring you on this show because I feel like I kind of, when I was on tour and I would describe to people back home, like who I was around, Keem reminded me very much, uh, like you re- reminded me of like one of my mentors from Iowa, Chuck. Okay. So me and Chuck would always be day in and day out. And just the shit he always was, would say it was so wise. And like, I don't know, I could take it to heart. I think about it, it made me change the way I looked at shit. Yeah. And you kind of did the same shit. And you had jokes. So it was like, you were fun to be around. But I feel like you have a lot of value that a lot of the people that are in the Black with No Cream community could like benefit from as far as like what you do and how you navigate with artists, how you got to where you are today. So I kind of wanted to just like share your shit. All right, if you're cool, cool with cool. that. Yeah, but I also like to pick your brain. Pick my brain. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for <clears> sure. <throat> That's the thing about questions. You can ask any question. I don't have to answer everything. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why people make it so hard, but I'm cool. What? Like if I just ask you a question, you just wouldn't answer it. You'd say if, no. If it's a problem, you know I say I give people free reign to ask any question they want to. That's hmm. the comfort I want to give people, but. I don't necessarily have to answer every question that's being asked to me. Yeah, that's I'm true. open to answering every question, though. But it huh. depends on what you're doing. You get what I'm saying? How do you feel about um, the Grammys? About them? Yeah. Did you watch it? I skimmed through it. I only, only watched Kendrick's performance, says the performance, of course. Uh, other than that, I didn't watch it. No. Didn't watch it. I mean, but I've never been pressed for the Grammys. I've never been a big fan of the Grammys. I... I can celebrate with someone once they win. Yeah. Even if they're not a part of the camp, you know. Right. I like to see people get on that stage and and they have the, whatever feeling they get from it. I like to sit there and enjoy that. Mm. But other than that, I'm, I mean, no, it's not nothing. For <clears> me. I was just asking to see if you'd say no. No. No, no, no. <laughs> we want to talk about the Grammys? We could spend a whole lot. We can talk shit. about we can talk about everything. Well, I got uh, I was in the submission ranks to be nominated for two Grammys. Okay. So, I almost made it to that shit. And with what? Chris's doc and uh-huh. uh, Mary's doc. Oh, really? They, was, they got nominated for Grammys? They didn't get nominated. They were like in the, like, there's a pool of people that okay. get put, you basically before the nominations, whoever gets nominated. Yeah. So I think they like, we were for best music doc, and we had two music docs, and they were both in the, the pigging. Okay. But there was like a, probably a hundred documentaries. So then only, I think, like a few, four, whatever, get picked. So four get picked. How many get put in the, uh, the pit to get picked? 
four. Four? They'll only pick four out of the hundred. So, out of the hundred. Yeah, then that's when they have the shit. Like, I didn't know this. This is actually, this is funny that we're talking about the Grammy straight out of the gate. <laughs> uh-huh. But when you drive around and you see, like, the four-year consideration <laughs> on the billboards, do you ever see that shit? Uh-uh. Maybe it's because I live in West Hollywood and there's, like, all those fucking business people are always there. The people that, like, matter in the Grammys, uh, like, who vote. Yeah. All those, like, the gurus and whatever, like, the high-up people. Their job is to, like, actually, su- like, submit who they want. They get, like, a private list, and they're part yeah, of this Grammy heard, affiliation, yeah, whatever. So uh-huh. then they check off your shit. So they're always saying, oh, for your, like, they'll remind them, like, hey, our documentary exists or whatever. So you see a lot of these docs that have been out for a year. All of a sudden, their their billboards are up, and they're, like, begging for these people to remember okay, that yeah. they exist. Pick me. Yeah, well, but we didn't have any billboards, but we still, like, we're in that shit, which is kind of crazy to think, yeah. like, damn. What yeah. if? I mean, you didn't make it, man. We didn't make it. You didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you don't didn't have to make think it, about that shit. Bro. Yeah, you didn't make it. You should just stop thinking about it. Next, yeah. next dream, man. Yeah. Next <laughs> dream. Because you can't win the Grammy next year for it, right? Uh, no. It's done now. Oh, it's over. It didn't yeah. make it, man. Good documentary. I don't know. Maybe you can. I don't know. I don't think you can just re- I think it has to be within the year, Within right? the year, right? Yeah, I think it's That's within the year. That's what I'm saying. Year. Great documentary. Thanks. Yeah, Kim came and saw this. I had the Chris Brown doc. Kim, our homie Slim, he's sitting yeah. in the room. Um, Definitely come support, man. What'd you think of it? I liked it. I mean, for me, uh, like I said, I'm a I'm an empath as a person, so I got I feel for people, you know, good or bad, right? So just y'all caught the emotion from you know Chris Brown and his whole situation, his mm. story. I felt it. Actually, damn, I forget what part of the story. One part of that story. I'll sit next to you, right, Slim? I damn near said, hey, man, I almost dropped a tear by accident. I forget <laughs> what part of the story it was. Though. Oh, oh, the uh, Michael Jackson part. Oh, yeah, that when shit When he was on stage. Me. Every time I watch that, that fucking hair in my arms go up and shit, I'm like, oh, I almost fuck, dropped a crazy. fucking tear by accident. Same. And, uh, yeah, I wasn't going to drop no tear, though. That just wasn't. I don't care about crying, but uh, I almost dropped an accident tear. Like, it just came to me. It hit me. So, <laughs> I mean, it, it did what it's supposed to do. I like the documentary. I did a good job on that. So let's get out of shit about me and the Grammys. Yeah, you didn't win the Grammy. Yeah, yeah, I didn't win the Grammy. For but sure. what? When did you uh, start getting affiliated with like TD and shit? Uh, I've been affiliated with TD. That's uh, really family. Since forever. Really, I mean, what it is, yeah. I mean, since it started, since it's you know inception. Yeah, uh, for real. You've been around that long. Yeah. What you guys? All I mean, grew up around each other or something. Grew up around each other. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, top for the area I was living in at the time. Top was living in the same area. Me and Musa, you know, that's uh, one of my best friends. Me and him, um, we was friends at the time. So it's more so like a childhood on the block type yeah. deal. Before he was even into the music business like that, you know, he used to have other people in that studio working out of the studio and all right. that. So we always affiliate that house, associate that house with um, making music and all that. The and TD he was house. already, huh? Like the TD house? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, like, the neighborhood associated that house and the house across the street from it. Right. Of, uh, with making music and everything, uh, you know, like, Juvenile then came on the block before, early when we was kids. Really? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like. What, like, to make music? Nah, it, it was a, uh, one of Top's cousins. Juvenile's one of Top's cousins? No, he brought him through. Oh, I was He like, just what slid the him fuck? by. But what I'm saying is just that affiliation, like, that's how people yeah. looked at Top at the point of time. Like, we kids. We're not knowing. We, we, if it comes to his house, that's Top's people. You right, know what I'm saying? Right, right. So we always, uh, it always looked at it like, okay, it's music over there. He was always involved in something. 
right? Because he, mm. he, he had money, and it looked like he had money coming through the neighborhood. <laughs> so, you know, but as me and Moose being friends and everything, uh, it just kind of came natural, me right. being with him. It's like, you know, those are the homies. And who's Moose? So for the people that are listening who might not know. Uh, Musa is uh, Anthony Tiffett. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's uh, that's the corny part. Uh, that's top top son. Yeah. So top is Anthony Tiffett. Musa is Anthony Tiffett Jr. Right. So yeah. That's okay. Musa is. So then you go. You always kicking with them, and then as you guys grow older, were you ever involved in music in any way? Because I feel like you have a good eye and ear for talent, right? Like you would show me music of people that you were like, "Yo, this dude's gonna be yeah next or whatever." Like I want to get involved with these people. But, like, you never were making music yourself? Never made music. We tried. To, I mean, never made music. I would say, honestly, that uh, I'm not saying I didn't want to make music. I just never had the courage. I never had the confidence to do it. And at time, the time that me, Musa, and another one uh, of my close friends, Trey, we all went into the studio where everybody was gone. <laughs> Every, all, the, all the homies that we know as TDU now was out the studio. We go in there, and uh, we try to lay our verses down and I was the weakest one of them all. For right? sure. And um <laughs> Yeah, I was the weakest one of them all. But at the same time, like I didn't want that to get out. That was in the comfort of my homies. So we did that. We thought we deleted deleted the files. You thought we how thought old we, were you? About uh shit, about sixteen. Okay, word. Yeah, about sixteen. Thought we deleted the files. And maybe uh, probably a couple months later Top, top causes, and uh, basically just, they all laughing. Everybody in the studio already laughing at it. <laughs> they playing the shit in the background, you know what I'm saying? It's all three of you rapping on the shit? Yeah. Oh, and they playing, they playing the music in the background, and basically just shot all the, any bit of confidence that we all had of making music, they yeah, shot it down. Right there. Which is a foul. That's foul. That's not cool. Yeah, it's that not shit. cool. It fucked up Moose's rap dreams. He really wanted to be a rapper. Really Did he want to be a rapper? I did, yeah, he did. We just found that out about <laughs> we just found that out about uh maybe three months ago, me and him talked about that. What he but I mean you really were rapping it back then. You didn't think he was trying to do it for real or is he just No, he was like actually good. I know him personally. Yeah. So, you know, I that's why I brought it back up years later, like, man, you was really serious. Right. I was serious, but you was so serious. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I remember just that emotion, it was his pops now telling him. Because Pops got these other young kids around, you know, everybody else, Q and everybody, Dot, we all around the same age. Yeah. So, for Moose to get shot down like that from his Pops, <laughs> it fucked him up. I knew it fucked me up back then, but it, it fucked him up. He just didn't let it. He just stopped. You know I mean? He never did music again after that. Damn, really? Yeah. But he could have been somebody, I think. I think yeah. if Moose would have got into it for real, he could have been some. He's already popular in the city and all that. So. Moose, and Moose has got a look, too. Like, if you don't know, if you, any, any you guys don't know Moose, huh? Caesar. Caesar? Yeah. Why are you saying Caesar? Planet of the Apes. Caesar. He does he does have a look. It's famous. It already worked. It's already worked. That's my boy. You feel me? I just watched Planet of the Apes for the first time the other like when the last one came out. I you didn't watched like the, I watched it when I was a kid. The modern version? Or you watched the old one? The no, I watched the old one a long time ago and I didn't like it. And then I watched it now and I was like, oh shit, this shit crazy. Yeah. I like it. I like it. I do. So now I get, the, uh, yeah, I get the reference. Um, but Musa, yeah, Musa has been. Um, he definitely looks like he has like the swag. And you know, it's no, funny. he got it. He got it. He, I mean, he he naturally who he is. But man. he also is like him and Macwab are doppelgangers. Uh, what is that? 
What's like, that? that word is funny. They're like the exact same person. Like, like when and Magwap's Q's DJ. So when we be, I remember specifically when we were in LA, and we played the LA show at the Shrine or whatever that venue was, and Musa was there and Magwap was DJing during Q's set, and Musa went up during like with him. He was just standing there, and they both had their hair like the set up the same way. Yeah. And there was one time. Where I like was filming and I turned around and I was like confused because I was trying to figure it out. But MacWap was like underneath the table grabbing some shit out of his bag and Moose was just like, well, you standing. thought it was Mac? Yeah, and I thought it was yeah, Mac. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, look at him. I'm like, but he's he's vibing too. Like he had his drink and him and yeah, Zach yeah, were in there yeah. fucked up and shit. And I was like, yeah, you really could go on tour. You know, we could get rid of MacWap. Probably. If Moose still wants to. Probably get the chase that music dream to be up there DJing. Nah, every night. he, he want to be on the he want to be on the main stage to Mike and him, man. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, you guys were making music back then, but that wasn't like really your shit. So when did you kind of like get in, like actually involved? I mean, did you fall into it just because you're there all the time and Moose was like, "Yo, work with us on this." Uh, show? yeah. I mean, really, that's what it was. Um, like I said, being around, and at the time I was at TSA, mm-hmm. working at TSA. We all had me, Moose had me. I had a job. Moose had a job. All the homies had jobs. All the artists. They was just figuring it out, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Following their dream. Uh, so I was TSA. And and I'm not like how it came about is, yeah, once once start, shit started moving, like I was always a part of every, like support part, you know what I mean? Showing up to shit, getting people wherever, wherever I can to get to the shows or passing shit out. That's That was always, you know, off the rip. But mm-hmm. um, once they started moving a little more, Moose was on the road first doing what I do. And uh yeah, he basically, you know, Top used to say like, I want you to come get on the security, do the security, do the security, because my size and all that, whatever. And uh, I'm like, all right, cool. I'm, I was just never, you know, I never was pressed for it, because I'm always like, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Right, right. You know, and I was at TSA, so these guys, is, now the, the, the homies I was talking about, you know, you got to think about that, for where they at now, or where they was at even five years ago, six years ago, being mm-hmm. big in the city. I'm talking about these people first uh, to where, you know, I'm getting the people, I'm not coming to the show or I got people shitting on them or whatever the case may be. And then shit started moving. Now these same artists I'm talking about are coming through the airport now, flying to other cities now to do do things. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it was like that. It was uh, it was me working there, them doing they, what they do. And uh, yeah, Moose pulled me in. Moose used to be in my head all the time like, you got to quit that job. You got to quit. You got to quit. What, he just quit way earlier because, of, like, he was going on tour? Was he doing tour management for Q? Yeah. So, Kendrick blows up. Q's his hype man. Musa's on tour with them. They so. kind of, like, together got, you know, caught traction. Q yeah. and Q and Well, just how Q yeah. always described it was like, yo, I was just always, like, I'd be, like, on stage with him as, like, the hype man at the early, early shit. So, yeah. I, is this at the same, is that the time where... Moose might start going on tour with them, or is nah, he's, too- yeah, Moose started. I mean, of course, right, it was free right first, away. yeah. But you know, Moose was definitely from the jump. You know, yeah. what I mean, yeah, he was cues over cues. But this over is how Q. many years until you he's pressing you, like yo, it's working. Like <laughs> a couple, it's only a couple, probably a couple. Right. Yeah, he was on. He was on the road. I remember him being on the road for a couple of years, and then he used to press me all the time, like you need to quit the job, quit the job, quit the TSA. And for me, you know, for my background, how I, how I deal. I'm like, I can't quit the job. This is all I got. This is just where my mentor was at. This is all I got. This is all I know. You know what I'm saying? So 
I'll quit if you feel like it's, you know, makes sense. Not to say I'm supposed to be making all some type of crazy amount of money, but it doesn't make sense. You know what I'm saying? I'm with the whole projection thing, quit now and be okay five years from now. Right. And, you know, whatever. He pressed me so damn much. I'm like, for sure. It makes sense, though. You know what I'm saying? Even at the time, it didn't make sense to me. But now, just going through it, sometimes you just need somebody to push you off the cliff. But what didn't make sense to you at the time? Like, the idea of just losing, safety. Just losing what I, what I thought I had. I thought I had, like, TSA for me was, like, really, for me, of course, being up there, you say you go do this, you go get up out of there. But a lot of people I still know at TSA, they still there. Yeah, and that's sure. cool. That's not, that's not a bad thing. It just depends on what you want out of life. So I used to always be the one saying, I'm getting up out of here. I just didn't know what I was going to do. Mm. I didn't have no direction. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, like, that same courage that I wanted, with the music and all that, I needed that in life, period, hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, so Moose, yeah, he pressed me. Pressed me heavy. Quick, 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 quick. And I finally was like, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Go. I got an opportunity to say go on the road. I was doing security and manager. I was, like, doing the security and managing, uh, road managing Absol. That was my first tour on the Smokers Club tour. Oh, yeah. And uh, that was cool. And then after that, I came back. And just being gone and being, just getting in that vibe, not having to do a nine to five for the, only that six weeks, I couldn't even come back. Cause I it came was back just a life. and I'm like, yeah, I, I knew. Like the men, my mental changed that quick, and you know, I just seen shit. Every, I seen shit different. I'm like, I, I can't do this no more. I went, I went on a tour in like 2010. I want to say like I was touring with my little bands back then, like little punk bands and shit. What's the name? Uh, I mean, we had a ton of bands, did a bunch oh, of different tours, okay. but it would be like little U.S. tours. We'd pack up like a 15-passenger van, have the whole shit go play like little house shows. Or okay, yeah, yeah. So I went on tour and shot a documentary, like a docu-series thing with this band called Expire at the time, mm-hmm. and we went around and did that shit. And before I left for that tour, I was working as a valet dude, and I would valet and do set up any event center. And then I left for that tour, and it was the exact same fucking thing. Yeah. When I came back from not having a job that whole summer of touring, it was just like a different mindset of creativity and shit. And I was like, yo, I can't go back to this shit. But yeah. I don't know what it is that makes you, that happens and you believe in yourself a little bit more. Would you say that? Like, do you feel like you believed in yourself more that you could pull it off not ever having that safety net? Because technically it's like you had something that was guaranteed. You had your benefits or whatever it is and you know how much you're going to make and you know you can afford whatever you want to afford. Yeah, and set then, mindset is basically. Yeah, but yeah. then they put you through the ringer as like, it's like you're a fucking intern with any company you ever want to be a part of from the jump. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. like, what was that for you? Like, was it difficult, a difficult transition for you? Like, you have crazy anxiety, too. Yeah. So, like, your anxiety, I can only imagine trying to get through some shit like that. Like, taking the pressure of tour, which is dope. But who knows, like, if you're making money off that right out the gate because you got to, like, prove yourself and do all that shit, you know? No, nah, for sure, yeah. Uh, and I'm cool with that part. I always wanted, just, I always wanted to, to be a part of something. Really, I, I just want I want to be a part of projects. I like helping people, really. So I like to, that's my whole thing. Like, what feeds my soul is to facilitate and uh, be of service to somebody or a team. Yeah. Make, you know, if it makes sense. Not getting used, but if I'm really helping you. Like, I don't like being nowhere if I'm not helping. Right. If I can't help, I'd rather not be here. I'm not, I never want to just sit around. Mm. So, uh, coming out, you know, what I was doing, it was cool. Like, I, I didn't know nothing about it. And I'm a Gemini too, so being an air sign, I I think of the craziest shit, uh, how things supposed to be, how they will go. Right. When reality actually hit, it fucked me up sometimes. Um, but 
I'll say that it for me it 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 was exactly what what I needed. Like I like I'm talking about as soon as I did it, it it became fuck the TSA. Nine to five. Nine to five, you know, getting the same check. Yeah. Stressing about, you know what I mean? Just the people who up there, how they talking to you. Just being in that zone, period. Like, you know what I'm saying? And the way the company is ran, it's not like like top ain't on your head. He let you do what you do. He gonna let you make your mistakes. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Let you uh, kind of be yourself, whatever the case may be. He already sets a standard already. So we already know him. Like I said, I know him since a kid. Right. So it, he already know who he's having around his company his bit running his business anyways yeah, yeah you get what i'm saying yeah, yeah. so it, it was not like it wasn't a hard transition for me only thing that was hard for me is just like the pressures of not wanting to fuck up and and not really knowing what i'm doing though you know what i'm saying did that happen uh yeah it happened it happened was like do you remember like the first time you fucked up like i had matt on here talking about doing merch for td and doing all that shit uh-huh. and he talked about one experience where he like on the tour, he did Kendrick Kanye's tour, and like doing that was like a whole different game for him. And he was fucking up all the time to the point where he had to change his phone uh, ringtone because every time it, he heard it, he knew it was top, and yeah. he was like nervous as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, do you remember a time that you had like, you know what I mean? Like, what was it? Uh, yeah, my, my see, my issue. I'm gonna tell you my issues. My issue is the sickest thing you can do is uh, I didn't fucked around and misplaced checks. A couple of times, right? A oh couple, yeah, I remember hearing about this shit. A about couple of times, money. and that shit, that that's like that type of feeling is low. It's, it's hot in this bitch. I mean, I know it's hot though. That's clean. That's a clean rag for, for lenses. Because you get lenses, it from? You just get off the the little dust. God He's, damn, Keem, we're in here. If you listen to audio, Keem's a little hot. It's hot in this we work office. Yeah, it's hot for sure. But uh, <laughs> go on. What are nah, you just you? mis just misplacing the check is just terrible. How like, much is it? How much, like, give me an idea of what's that, ch- what numbers on that check? Man. <clears throat> what's the most expect, like, biggest? I don't amount? even want, uh. Tell me what's the most you fucking lost. How much money have you lost? No, I never lost anything. You found it. You yeah, it's check, it. so you can, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's just avoid the, it. This, the, the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The fact that it was me that misplaced it. Yeah, you know I what I'm saying? Never like I said, that. I'm a Gemini, so I start thinking for people. Like what do what does he think about me? What what are, what do you think I'm doing with this check? You know what I'm saying? Is that a Gemini trait? Yeah, we air signs. Like we. we yeah, well, you said that earlier. What the fuck does that mean? I don't. So Lauren's the one so that like, does all this shit. I don't so know. So like a, uh, you got air signs, you got earth signs, right? Fire signs, whatever. Earth signs, they they more so think based off of reality, mm. right? Air signs, we think about the, the what ifs. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like a real, the imaginary world. And I see how it works hand in hand for people. Like you need air signs to think of the plane flying, and then the earth sign. Well, when it starts flying, once y'all get it going, you know what I'm saying, we will fly in it. Mm. If that makes sense. Yeah. So it works hand in hand. Right. But you know. So Gemini's are air signs, or are they all three? No, we air signs. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, air signs. So anyway, yeah, you're an air sign. But nah, just like <laughs> missing them checks, man. That's not cool. That's <clears throat> that's like the only thing that, and of course, uh, being unorganized. But like I said, I came into this shit. Not knowing what I was doing, I was just being me. Yeah, like for I'm, sure. I'm like I'm naturally a responsible person and all that, whatever the case may be. I'm a trustworthy person, so I was never uh, nervous about doing any of these things. But at the same time, just to to misplace something like that, 
That's Somebody has money. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm turning around like, damn, it's not even about going back to TSA. It's just like, I fuck, I don't like fucking up like yeah. that. I don't like that shit. I feel like... I, I've done that about three times, man. Yeah, true or false, have you lost a check that's like around 100K? Uh, have I misplaced a check? <laughs> misplaced a check, yeah. I have misplaced a check about that. Around a- <laughs> Yeah, I have misplaced a check like that. That's crazy, Oh, my right? God. You shit yourself? I would have like... I would have probably cried. I don't know. I probably would have hid. I probably would have left. Nah, it make you feel low, but at the same time, like like I said, it depends on what you stand on. Uh, it's an honest mistake, so it's what I stand on. Cool. I'm always cool. I'm always, anytime it's ever been an issue with me, I'll, I'll tell Top, man, hey, man, you can legit let me go. Right. Because this, like, I never let nothing make me. Like, this is a good opportunity and all that, but I you don't lose is. who you are as a man. And, like, you know what I'm saying? Go back with, on your knees and. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, I fucked up. I'm willing to take the consequences that come with that. Yeah. And, you know, that's cool. Do you feel like... Uh, <laughs> I feel like if I had 100K in the Black and No Cream bank account uh-huh. and you misplaced it, uh-huh. I would call for your head and you would die. It depends on what type of love you got from me or trust you have from me from the jump. That's true. So what I'm, I was joking, but like what, uh, you know... It was never like some shit like that. If you said, "Yo, you can let me go," what is it like a slap on the wrist, or just like, "Yo, just fucking get your shit together"? You know nah, I mean? man. Nah, top, I think that? I think top. Uh, you talking about top right now? Whoever, whoever's oh. gonna be dealing with that shit. Like, obviously, it's probably top since he's like the. Yeah. Um, nah, I mean, it was times. It was like I said for just because it happened three times already. Swear me, that's fu- well, two of them's together. Um, what do you mean, two checks at the same time? Yeah. Okay. Right. But it happened, it happened, it happened, and I still, I'm still, yeah, still employed here. right now. Yeah, that's you know true, I mean? that is very true. I don't know what the feel is, but I'm still employed. Yeah. I just, you know, I'm cool with it, though. I'm cool with it. I'll, be, I'll get better, I'm all right. So how many tours have you, have you gone on then? Uh, tours only been on, uh, so, uh, three. You did three soul tours? No, no. So, oh. the Blank Face, this last uh, Oxymoron tour. I only done three tours. Three? And a bunch of like one off shits? Yeah. Did you go to New Zealand? Yeah, you yeah. were there. We just, we just left there a couple weeks ago. How was that? New Zealand is love. I love New Zealand. I like that place. That shit was Man, crazy. It's cool. Plus, that shit looked super crazy. The way the venue was set up, like, I don't know which part of where you guys were at, but how like the, the crowd kept like yeah. growing in the hills or something. Yeah, like, yeah. like the Red Rocks type shit. Yeah, yeah. fuck Red Rocks. Uh, is that your way of merging it? What's up with you? No. <laughs> that shit was accidental, but. That's funny. <laughs> that's your little slick ass merge <laughs> you worked on that merge all week damn no I didn't even so yeah uh, Red Rocks hits a little close to home for you huh it's cool I've never been there it hits across it hits, it hits where it's at it hit at in Denver <laughs> that's where it hits at it don't, it don't hit close to home alright so it, the story goes like this uh, yeah, see, let's see, what, yeah, see what you're talking about alright so I mean the story from TMZ reported Oh, you looked on? Did you look on TMZ? Stupid genius <laughs> shot in a van. Yeah, but he's back with security, better than ever. Shout outs. Now, Keem was in uh, at Red Rocks. You guys were performing with Nas. We were performing with him. He was just on a part of the show. Yeah, that's that's performing. Like, no, I mean, yeah, okay. The show was like Nas Q. It's a festival. Oh, it was a festival. Yeah. Oh shit! I didn't realize that. I thought it was just like a three act show type thing. Nah, I think most Red Rocks concerts probably festivals. I don't know. I don't either. Yeah, I, I don't only know. ever see like 
fucking Skrillex performing there or some shit. Like okay. That. But all right, so whatever. So it's a festival, and you guys get in, do your shit, come out, and you leave. Just you explain it, cause I'm gonna explain it. Right no, nah, I can't explain it. You you explain it. You, you, you are all right. I'm only here. To, you know what I'm saying? What you talking? All right, told cool. Yeah. So yeah, so then you guys go to leave. From what I remember, you guys go to leave. You hop in the the van that's taking you back to like what the hotel or the airport or something. Or okay, I see, I see why you wanted me to explain it. Cause I just don't know all the those official shit. Yeah, like, I mean, the, what happened is, yeah, the car ended up getting shot up. Mm-hmm. Uh. No, I mean we don't know who did it. We don't know, you know, we don't know what that's about. Yeah. But was it like a long distance? Like yeah, it's up in the hills. Shoot. If you've been to Red Rocks, it's up in the hills. We had to get down the hill in the midst of everything, you know. Yeah. And and still make it to the hospital. We didn't even make it to the hospital though. We had to stop, you know what I'm saying? We stopped and the cops surrounded us some some more shit and whatever. And then the ambulance got you? Or ambulance got oh, from there? Yeah. But I will say, I will say this. I'll say these, the cops out there, you know, they took forever getting me out the car. And they, and I don't even talk about this at all. I don't put this on my social media or nothing. But they put, uh, they put me in handcuffs while being shot. In handcuffs, right? Then lied to me. I'm holding my head. I'm shot in my head, too. Holding my head like, yo, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, I'm anxiety. I'm trying to. I think I'm about to die, honestly. Right? Yeah, I'm, sure. I'm about to die. I don't know why I'm even living this long. I'm still able to talk. But, um, yeah, they, you know, they do the whole little walk slow. You know what I'm saying? They want me to put my hands in the air. I'm like, I'm not putting my other hand in the air. I'm holding my head and shit, or whatever the case may be. And um, But basically, yeah, so they ended up telling me, you know, get on my knees and shit. What the fuck? And then made me put my hands behind my back. So... Yeah, that that part right there, that that's the type of shit that make, you know what I'm saying, make a grown man, like, that's, it, you can get a lot of uh, anger is, like, put into you at that point. Mm. Or you can cry, like, shit, damn, I didn't know what the emotions was with me, like, I felt so, like, what the fuck is this about, you know what I'm saying? Then the lady in the ambulance, uh, they took me, they picked me up in handcuffs still, then walked me to the back of the ambulance, and the lady that, uh, wherever she is. What did they call the ambulance people? Uh, EMT. EMT, yeah. Uh, she was hot. She was hot. Like, that you were in she handcuffs? cursing at the cops. She said, what the fuck do you guys have in handcuffs for? And, you know. So what? Out. So because you basically, the van, your van gets shot, and then you guys peel out, like get the fuck out of there, try to get away type of shit? Or how, you know, you made it down the hill. Is that why they feel like you're a suspect or some shit? That's why they're putting you in cuffs because they had to chase you down? Or... I don't know, man. Yeah, I, 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 mean, I, 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 I honestly don't know what they what they deal was. I really don't know what that. But it's was crazy. Like. So you guys are all in, who's all in the van at the time that when it gets uh, shot. Who was in that van? It was uh, I was in the van. I, was, <laughs> I got shot. I got shot. I heard about. I that. was in the van, man. That's it. Uh, There's other people in the van. I was in the van though. Can we not talk about who's in the van? No, I don't. It depends on what TMZ reported. TMZ said that like Q, MacWob, all you guys were in the van and uh, old security guard or some shit, he got shot. Yeah, shout out to my boy. He, yeah, he called man. after that, he retired after getting shot or something. Yeah, man. He got the fuck out of Dodge. I Hell ain't mad yeah. at him. He, he got he married with a kid, uh, for sure. Oh, dope. You know what I'm saying? So everyone lived. 
Everyone lived. Even the, even the, the driver. The driver had got hit too, and he did a good job. He did a good job getting us down that hill. That's what I'm saying. So he got shot and took off and got down the hill to yeah. get out of the spot. Yeah. So this motherfucker was. Uh, so if you don't, if you've never been to the Red Rocks, or if you're from some fucking place like Paris or some shit, you've never been to America. The Red Rocks is like this massive stadium in the mountains in Colorado, like outside of Denver. So it's these huge fucking boulders that have this natural concert venue or whatever. So this dude was apparently hiding up there with like some sort of fucking rifle or whatever and that's how the shit goes down but yeah fucks up and everything is all you guys got out of there and everyone was good to go but yeah, everything was cool man. i mean we got up <laughs> everybody lived shit that was the that was the thing i was walking around the hospital later on that like the next morning of course so where did you get shot you got shot in your head head uh arm hip uh side and I got another deep graze right here. God damn. But nothing, uh, nothing penetrated to where it got inside my body. You know what I'm saying? They had, I had a bullet stuck in my head. They pulled that out at the hospital. Uh, and it, the fuel was just stuck. Nothing penetrated, though. That's crazy. So, yeah, I was able to walk up out of there. So what, I mean, how does that shift your whole shit? I don't know, man. Really, honestly, uh, I was trying to go to work the next day. And so, this is, again, this is my mindset is I don't have nothing to fall back on at this point, right? My mindset is this is what I, this is like, that's just how I move. Like, this is what I do. This is what I signed up for. Not signed up to get that, but, Fuck yeah. you know what I mean? And that and that was a part of being a Gemini. That was part of my wildest fucking, uh, like, fears is going on the road and that happening. You know what I'm saying? And, and it actually kind of came true. Not kind of, it came true. So that fucked me up. Also, right. like the whole time you had imagined a scenario like that happening. Yeah, it's just you just think like that. Like, you just, I just thought like that, man. Something like, you know, whatever may happen. I don't know. But I, I mean, look at I've never now, been a like, traveler before that. Yeah, but. So. And like, now you have all these fucking Vegas happening in Manchester for. Crazy. Like, that shit. And you yeah. guys were supposed to. Uh, didn't you perform in Vegas like the week before that shit? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, and they said it was supposed to happen at that. It, it was. Supposed to go to that festival. Yeah, that's what the, that's what the news reported. Certain some news outlets. Damn, so that's I mean, trippy. Yeah, so. I don't worry about that shit no more though. Like I, you know, I move. I just go. I just go, and I get a lot of that. Like even like from Q, he's so like he don't be worrying about shit at all, at all. Like he he just chill. Well, you think that reflected? To you, I think like- I think just him. You know what I'm saying? Being the captain of that ship, right? Like we got to go off his energy. You know what I'm saying? If he that's you know, I think it's just rubbed off on me. He don't be worried about shit. Right. He just be cool. Like I'm not saying he like a dummy or you know what I mean, nah, he yeah. don't make dumb moves, but <laughs> a lot of shit that I be overthinking, like niggas laugh at me a lot because I be overthinking the shit. Yeah. And him, even Mac, Mac don't be worried about shit. Like niggas they be chilling. So that kinda like I, I adapted that mindset and I move kinda like that. Hmm. You know what I mean? You uh, know. So yeah, for blank when we go on the blank face tour, because this was that was that part of a tour. Uh, the last date, yeah. That was the last. last date? Like one of no, we had, it was one of the last dates. The next date, the day after that, we were supposed to fly to uh, uh, Greenland, I believe, or something like that. Iceland or Greenland, yeah. one of them. And uh, and I was trying to go too. I was trying to go, but everybody, my family, my mom and sister and my niece flew out there. They wouldn't let me. Uh, top call like, now nah, you can't. Yeah, I, I still, you know. Bandage up and shit, and uh, <laughs> you, you know imagine, what I'm saying. Yeah. Can you imagine having sitting row C 
or whatever you're in CC and you're in B and you're looking at this dude like oh uh, fucked up oh yo what the fuck man I had to walk to the airport like that like just now leaving going back to TSA now right and people already told me before I left TSA be careful that was the biggest thing be careful be careful now since that happened and the cops take all your clothes and shit I had to walk me and my boy had to walk through the Denver airport with no shoes on we only had the just the hospital socks with our Gurneys on. I still got the picture Shut for this the shit. Shut the fuck yeah. up. Yeah, we got. Wait, what? Why? You the, couldn't uh, go to Walmart or some shit and like grab. Nah, I didn't want to do nothing in Denver. At oh, that you want to get it? Yeah, your fear was probably. Yeah, the I didn't want. I didn't trust shit. I right? was gonna say. So then they're wait. trying to do some news interviews and all that outside. Uh, cool. I because you'd be doing that at that point for like some type of cloud. I'm not saying that if you want to speak your truth, speak your truth. But I didn't. I wasn't comfortable with it. I didn't. There's nothing to trust. But you. But like. Okay, so were you feeling like someone, like these people that shot at you guys was still looking for you? I didn't know. I don't know what that was about. So did you guys have security at your ho- your hospital and shit? Were there cops there, right? I think they do that or something, right? Like, uh, shit, I don't know. Well, they they come there for, to, to investigate and investigate. ask you all type of bullshit questions. But no one's like... Yeah, I, they didn't tell us that. I don't know. I guess it's just Keem, not Q. What? Probably. <laughs> shit, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Probably. Big Mingo. Yeah, they had to walk through LAX. So I had to land in my same terminal though. No, this is where I worked at most no, of my years. Yo. Right? So I'm walking through this motherfucking now. So boom, everybody happy for you leaving, going to this shit, you know, going on to move on, to travel the world and all that. Change your life. And away. then within the first uh what, four months, you coming right back. You know what I'm saying? Cause they people heard about what happened and shit. A lot of people heard about it. And I'm coming back now, walking through the airport with the <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You, uh, you flew in a, a hospital gown? Yeah. Like that's all shit, I had. The shit where they tie The green the one, back. not that one. The, uh, no, nah, we had the... Uh, like their jump shoes? Like the, the things that nurses wear? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they gave you scrubs? Scrubs, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And some, some lime green scrubs it's, or something like that. And hospital socks? And hospital socks. Wow. You have a picture? Huh? You still you have a picture of that? Yeah. Can I post that in the show notes? <laughs> I mean, but my boy's in it too. I don't know if he want to be in that. Now nah, you ain't posting that shit. <laughs> you ain't posting that shit, man. I, I look good. We go, we go take oh, another yeah. picture, man. All right. So, all right. This. So, on you know, you fast forward to whatever how many years it was after we go on blank face tour, mm-hmm. and we had to go back to Denver for the first time, and then this is your first time back. <laughs> yeah. So, what was that like for you? I was cool, man. I got this proper security. I'm okay, man. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. You don't feel like you were on the edge of your seat the whole time you were there. I had the proper security. Okay. No problem. We did We did come correct with the... Uh, no, nah, y'all didn't come correct with nothing. I flew I, in. I was with you. I, it wasn't oh, it was there for y'all. it was just for you? Yeah. It was just for yeah, you? Yeah, that's my detail. I had detail. a car all by myself with two guys. That's two my guys detail. Two guys locked hey, and loaded, ready that's to go. My, that's my detail, man. It had nothing to do with nobody. That was all for my personal, man. Yeah. In my mind, I was like, I'm going to come back for sure, but I'm going to come back. I just need somebody to go do... What I would, what I would want to do, you know what I'm saying? I would want to do something back to these people. I need somebody with me that's gonna do something back. Yeah, to these fire back. You know what we man? we came, we get to, uh, we meet these dudes. They pull up to our hotel to take us to the venue, and it was like fucking four SUVs and two cars, and these dudes are all like Secret Service guys. So we had them taking us. They came off like that. They definitely came yeah. off like that. I don't know if they were legit. They said they're ex Secret Service. Yeah. I don't know what their deal was, but they came in loaded they had the venue locked down at every door like 
bomb squad and all that shit was there. <laughs> no, nah, it know. was like you know, nah, yeah, nah. they had it like that. You didn't go to the front. You went straight in with these security guards and went right to that green room and didn't come out until I showtime. was the president that day. Yeah, he was the president. He said, "You know, what man, fucking slump thrown in the hey, back." Man, that's how I go, man. Move he, smarter, man, not harder. But anyway, it was pretty crazy because nothing fucking happened. But it was really wild to uh, have like that was there until we were done. They drove us even out of the town like i think they took us out of denver to a certain point and then we got to continue our they march. actually didn't do it they were supposed to they, they were didn't supposed to yeah oh, i thought they followed us they didn't do it but we went to a walmart right outside <laughs> right outside of uh denver you remember going there yeah but they weren't there obviously and then we had to get out and we came out of the bus you like walk out you're like looking all around and q's just like Oh, Kim go get shot again. Kim go get shot again, and then they kept making like cars would roll up, and you were like, "I've never seen someone with like real like that real of anxiety." I feel like you have a lot, a lot of anxiety. Hey, and then you got the homies like that. You yeah, what they saying? You know yeah. what I'm saying? That don't help. So For sure, that's gonna end your rap. But it career. does help in a way because they take the edge off. You know what I'm saying? They let you kind of know like life. You know, whatever, whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen. Yeah. So that's like I said, that's the mindset I learned to adapt. Like whatever mm. happens, will happen. And I'm cool with that. You know what I mean? I'm cool with it. What's like your favorite moment from touring? What do you feel like you pull away? Personal, like, any takeaways that you have that you reflect on that you're like, damn, we did that, or this changed my life in this way, aside from getting shot? Um, From tour, damn, that's a good question. I, I'm not, I ain't going to say I have some favorite moments. More so just to be the observer I am. To just be able to witness all of this, right? Sometimes it's just like not real to me. Just to be able to see how these people interact with Q, with Mac, and then shit, even with myself, with Mingo, you know what I'm saying? They do it with the securities. Like, they really like buy into whoever they see on, on uh, TV or whatever the case may be. They like buy into the Who person. Who are you talking about? Like the fans and the, the fans way they and all that. To, like, yeah, the like that, that part is like. Always been for me highly appreciated and cool, uh, and I, I think just more so going around meeting certain people like and like I get confirmations. I get a lot of confirmations on the road because the things people tell me uh, about myself that I appreciate here at home, I'm seeing. I'm hearing the same things on the road from different people I never knew. Like right? what? Anything from my character, from the way I am. You know what I'm saying? Uh, how you know how. How they, I make them feel, or mm. what I do for them without even knowing I'm doing for them, yeah, motivating or whatever the case may be, or you know what I'm saying? Like I, I get that a lot. So that from tour, I mean, that's the only thing I could take away is the fan interaction type shit. And and I'm not like even big like I'm cool like on social media. I talk a lot and everything, but I'm really not a talkative person with people I don't know in, in public, like in real life. No, but for sure on social media, you're like a fucking priest. Yeah, on social media. He's got like his own little chapel. Priest or creepy? To. I don't want to be a priest. You know, yeah, you're a priest and no, your own no, little no, chapel. You're a priest. He, sits there and talk. <laughs> he says all this crazy shit. He'll sit there in his bed at night, late night. Yeah, no, nah, for sure. But people, people tap in with that. They like that's uh, that's me. Like you know what I mean for some. And like I said, I do that organically. I've been doing this camera. Talking into the cameras before social media. Oh, yeah. I got old footage, like, you know what I'm saying? Forever. What are you going to do with it? I'm going to put something together one day. Akeem Doc? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. probably. Probably do that. How'd you come up with Stupid Genius? Uh, how did I come up with that? Um, I want to say that I, caught, I, I I used to think that I came up with it by myself, honestly. Like, just how I think. 
But then I was re-listening to like a soul song, and he said, I think he said something like Jen's Idiot in one of his older, one of his older mixtapes. Mm. Uh, so, and I know that I've already heard that before, so I'm, I don't know if that I subconsciously got it from that and just put Stupid Genius, you know what I'm saying, switched and said Stupid right. Genius. I don't know. It's either I thought about it or I subconsciously thought about it from Soul's album, mm. his lyrics. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, I just ran with it. I'm about to change my name, I think, though. I'm going to leave that alone. To what? Just probably just go, I don't know, Keem or something on Instagram. Just Keem? Yeah. You got a plug for that? I bet Keem's been taken for fucking five years. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's like nobody, it ain't following nobody or nothing. It's just a bullshit. Somebody's just taking up space. But Stupid Genius is like hard to, anytime I try to look it up, I always forget how you spell it, mm-hmm. and it's like hard to fucking find it sometimes. You say you, you represent the stupid part of it. For sure. All right, that's right. It's more or less my short-term memory loss. And stupid. Long-term. Yeah, if you want to yeah. call it stupid, they did say that shit. Stupid, you know, you can use it wherever you want that. to. It's, it's the a kids reversible jacket. say I was stupid. It's a reversible school. jacket, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's another dickhead. <laughs> yeah, it's a <laughs> reversible jacket. To. Great. How you do that, but, uh, yeah. Was it like, you know, you grow up with these dudes, you're in the same neighborhood, you're growing up with them and family, it's like family to you or whatever. To see that shit explode to the level that it is now and to be a part of that growth from like the jump, you know what I mean, essentially. Like what does that mean to you to be a part of that genuinely? Like you didn't I to me you don't seem like a person that's always like, Oh hey man, let, let me you know, you said it. Musa was knocking at your door telling you to quit your job. Come on, come on, come on, be a part of this shit or whatever. So you weren't begging for it, even though you could have just been like, Hey, give me a position early on, you know? Yeah, that's out. That's a brother though. I mean he just he just yeah. It's more so like I guess he seen something better for me, really. That's that's something I could sum it up to. I don't know. It's you know, it's only that's the best way to sum it up. He just seen like it's, you can do better type shit. Yeah, but do you think there's something? What's what is it that you think he saw in you that could bring a quality to the team that that would be? Everlasting? I think I think that I'm. I mean, I think everybody from the camp know I'm. A, I am my own person. But at the same time, like, uh, like my whatever, my personality just fit. Like, I, like I said, I'm chill. I joke and all that. But I'm chill. Like, even, even like working for Q, or I'm still shit. I'm technically working for Moose. I'm working for Moose. Working for Q, right? I'm cool with my ego to be chill. You know what I'm saying? And take that direction as long as it's not disrespectful. You know what I mean? I get them. But me and Moose is different. We we like we really go back and forth and argue all day. But uh, I think he just seen me. I'm an individual. You know what I'm saying? I got my own mind. Yeah. Like I'm not. Uh, I'm not. Wouldn't be on that road to be like. On no bullshit. You know what I'm saying? I ain't no. Uh, I'm not going to uh, just just trustworthy. Character. I think he. I feel like I, I feel like I, I can blend in with different people. You know what I'm saying? All the talk from the suits to the streets. You know what I mean? Yeah. And which is needed. Yeah. Type shit. And um I think that's, you know, maybe. I don't know though. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. That's what I would assume. But how do you you know, I mean, how did you kind of pick up on the things that needed to be picked up on? Like, for instance, I'm trying to recall the right moment, but I'll just go to like Rolling Loud, mm-hmm. where I could be like, yo, I need this, and instantly you had it taken care of. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, when's the fucking Smoke shit gonna go off, and you had the right guy coming to me, like tell me what it is or whatever. You yeah. just you be on top of that shit or whatever, and you uh-huh. always take care of that stuff. And like even those events, like yeah, it's cool because it's like a quick trip. We go have fun, blah blah blah, boom boom. 
we're having fun at this festival. And it's a one day thing, but you're there the entire time, like working your ass off to yeah, make I sure. I never, I never even get to enjoy this. No. Never, never. But that was the plan. You're like, oh, I'm gonna go hang out and watch some artists and like get to talk to people and shit. And as soon as I get there, you're back and forth running yeah. from the trailer to the fucking backstage. Because it's not about me. Like, that's how I feel. I learned, and, and and I'm trying to make it, get it somewhere about me. But you know, I'm just like when I signed up for this shit, I knew that uh, what I was signing up for, and it's it's not. I don't think it's my time is coming. I believe to be able to, I should be able to at this point uh, have somebody helping me and everything. I don't never have nobody helping me. I just do mines by myself. Like like what you think that like you could pull an assistant, like assistant. Level yeah, but I just don't like. I'm, that's just me. That's my problem. Like my personal problem. I don't be liking to have nobody like work for free. All right, I don't want right. to give no bullshit promises and nothing like that. That's just me. Yeah. But that, at the end of the day, I got to think better and, you know what I'm saying, like I said, think smarter. And uh, because now at that point, I'm taking myself out of being able to put myself in position and build different relationships and all that because I'm just doing shit that I've already mentally grown past. I, I know how to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with getting <laughs> some help uh, for somebody up and coming who want to get into this or whatever the case may be and allow them to help me. You know what I'm saying? Just be wise enough to pick the right person. You know, no, no they ain't coming with no bullshit and do that. Uh, so So is that like something you're currently doing? Like you're already trying to create a position like that in your head right now to present to them or whatever so you can kind of like... Yeah, I want to learn better. I want to do better. Like I, I definitely want to... Uh, I've seen the progression with everybody else in the camp. You know what I'm saying? Like damn near everybody who's been doing it, you know. Mm-hmm. I just knew... I know my place. Uh, but at the same time, like I, I personally know my worth as a person, not necessarily just to do with the camp, just as a person. I know what I have to offer once I'm given uh, certain responsibilities, you know, opportunities to do certain things. Right. I feel like I'm going to always be able to deliver. I just got to find that gap to find them opportunities. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I don't want to just be stagnant and, you know, it's more to that. It's more to this than that. Is that, how is it, how is that with like, you know, being with Q, you become a character by default, no mm-hmm. matter what, if you're around, because his social media and the videos and all that shit, like, you become a character, a part of that shit, so you build those fans like you were talking about. But, like, does that sometimes get in the way of, you know, having to deal with fucking a fan getting in the way of some shit and all that? But I guess, does that get in the way of your job? Like, could that interfere with your shit by growing in that, in that limelight? How do, you, how do you balance that? How can you balance that? Growing in the limelight. Of, like, you're growing, and you're, yeah, all right, Q puts you on, all of a sudden, boom, now you got 6,000 followers. Next tour, you get 50,000 followers. Mm-hmm. Just because you're always in the shit, and people start following you, and they know that you're part of the camp, and they want content from you to learn more about him, or whatever mm-hmm. the fact may be. But now, all of a sudden, you try to move around the venue, and people are tracking you down, chasing you down, trying to, hey, man, blah, 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 trying to talk to you when you got to be somewhere. Yeah. So, like, what do you do? How do you balance that? How do you try? I to just do. It? It's not hard, man. I tell somebody what I, you know, if I can't talk to him, I can't talk to you. I gotta try to be as authentic as possible, especially with you know uh, supporters, like the supporters and all that. Even more so, like it, even at the you know different shows, somebody might recognize me from social media, nothing like that, and they, I can tell that they really want to talk to me real quick. I'm right. gonna give. I probably got thirty five, you know, two minutes for you. If I got if I got five minutes for you. I'm a and I'm gonna give it to you, like you know, I'm always try to sit sit down and and stop for the people I, I can stop for, but mm-hmm. but if I can't, I can't. How do it's, you handle artists like trying to send music to you and shit like that? What do you do with that? Have you listened to some of the shit? Yeah, I listen to a lot of or I listen to a lot of artists' music because 
I could have the time to do it. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it's so much more I can be doing. And you know what I mean? So my whole, like, and I'm a big on facilitating. I'm big on, uh, like, just listen to that person, you know what I mean? And if I can give them an opportunity, I'm going to give them an opportunity. And the only thing I could do is just funnel it through, hey, yo, to the top. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I sit on people here and there all the time uh, that I, I believe in, but he might not respond back, you know what I'm saying, whatever, but he got it. Yeah, I'm going to do sure. it, you know what I mean? So I listen to music. I, listen, I used to listen to music on, music on the bus, on the long rides, or if I'm at home, or if I'm just bored sometimes, I might be in the, you know, in the green room. I got time. I'm just listening to it real quick, you know. We, we on our phones all day anyways. Yeah. So what would be, like, the biggest tip you could give to an artist? Because I feel like there's, there's ways artists go about trying to feed their shit to people that are in that power position or whatever. Like, yeah. any of us on the bus, someone's hey, man, listen to this music, blah, 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 and they give you a CD. Well, well guess what? We don't have anywhere to play a fucking CD on yeah. this tour, so we can't hear your music. What, yeah. would, what would be, like, a couple tips you could give to an artist that's trying to deliver you content? Not saying you need to be... Don't fucking bombard this dude with content all the time just because you want him to hear your mixtape and shit, but, like, there should be a proper prese- presentation. You know what I mean? Yeah, way. there should be a proper presentation. I, I, I'm aware that uh, everybody is not in positions or, or, or was blessed enough to even be told that. Yeah. Right? A lot of people don't even have that in their life at all to where somebody's just breaking that down for them like that. Mm-hmm. All they have is social media, TV, and they dream. So just catch somebody in your town. Like, this is this the only way I know right now. And I, I be sympathizing with those type people. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm big on energy. I can kind of feel where you're coming from. Like, this is what you do all day? All right, you should have been learning something different. But sometimes you just can, you know, I, I say, really, ain't no method to it. Whatever you, however you approach something, you know what I'm saying, is how somebody go deal with you, though. This is how I feel. So if you're coming with CDs, um, that's kind of a little outdated. So somebody want to deal with you in an outdated way, they might do that. But if yeah. you come, if you come correct, you just learn, learn, just kind of observe, and um, you can even look. You know, basically everybody get on on their own anyways now. So all that passing the CD stuff is out. You might as well just come with some clean earphones or some shit. Like, hey, can you listen to this for thirty seconds? I think that'll be the best. Can you listen to the first thirty seconds of this song? You don't got to listen to a minute. First thirty seconds, real quick, and and just let it be that. Yeah, so you gonna stand it. out already. Why did he only want? Me, why did he only or she only want me to listen to thirty seconds of this song? Right? You go. It go stick with me, and I'm. You know, I might give you forty five just because you did what you asked for. You you kept it low. I'm gonna match you. You know what I'm saying? Because I appreciate it. Because you yeah. you already let me know you respect my time. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's the way. And the other way is just put it out. Shit. Put it out, and if you don't got friends, you know what I mean, go to places, go to colleges or whatever, and ask for their time first. Mm-hmm. People who not necessarily in the industry, but people who got earphones in their ear. Go, you know what I'm saying? Go yeah, yeah. talk to them. And if you can get them to play it and you keep that going on, you know what I'm saying, they might be able to – they might – their cousin, their brother, you know what I'm saying, their sister may be in the business. They might pass yeah, it sure. on. So it's just like if it don't work with – like people be going, to, I, I know people be going to actual artist DMs and shit. That's that's crazy. Like if you're thinking that way, shout outs to you. That's crazy. Just start with your people first. You know? What do you mean? Like as far as sending a DM, like yo, check out my beats or check out whatever the shit is. Just yeah. by that fact, yeah. Because yeah. I usually don't stick. But I'm saying, but if you can get 
like the girl, uh, Deandra, I think. Deandra, she was on uh, JD and Bow Wow. I think JD's hip hop show. Okay. Just came on last year. She like a popular girl though. She had all her fans. I think she like damn near had a million followers now though. But she had all her friends uh, bombard all every TDE like even me in there. I'm, I don't be getting put in the mix like that. I get it just all personal. But she my my ads is getting blown up. I see everybody's ads getting blown up. She got everybody's attention right. And. Just because everyone is getting at the same time, you're like, yo, I yeah. fuck, who is this? And I, I rock with that type. I, I walk with that wave. You rock with that wave. Man. No, that's good. I followed her from there. I think a few people followed her. I think I seen different people from the camp, you know what I mean, saluting her and shit. She wanted to get signed. Whether she, you know, that happens or not, she got her people yeah. to lobby for, you know, rally for her. Mm. I think that's important. Yeah, that's really dope. You know what I mean? What a... So in the room right now is our homie Slim. You can't see him because he's off camera. If you're watching this on YouTube, and you feel you're listening, you feel me. Slim is a dope artist. He's a dope DJ. He's now a videographer and editor as well. Mm-hmm. My young apprentice. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> but the only reason I know about him is because of you. How did, how did you guys meet? Because you ended up TSA. TSA. Yeah. You T- ended up bringing him on the road. Yeah, for sure. That's pretty crazy though. Yeah. Because these are the things I'm talking about just through the power of conversation and likability, it could change someone's life. You know what I mean? It could yeah. present opportunities that you never know about. But I also think that's in how you move, how you act, how you build relationships and shit versus some people that try to do it really quickly. You know what I mean? The DM situation cannot work sometimes because yeah. why the fuck should I give a fuck about you? But, you know, what's it like being able to bring Slim? Because he ended up opening, DJing for what to. Oxymoron and Blank Face. Okay, so he did both. So he was, on our tour, he just came out and did like 20 days or something like that, yeah. opening early, early. Sometimes people would be, barely be there, and he'd be up there playing that shit. Uh-huh. But then, motherfucker ended up getting to play 4Q, like yeah. when MacWub had to dip. So he played like five, how was like that? Like two weeks, two, two weeks, two or yeah. three weeks. Like the actual 4,000 cap rooms and shit. Yeah, the full yeah. energy shit. Yeah, yeah. But what's that like for you to like be able to help someone in... You know, like a close friend, but you believe in him. There's a reason why you brought it. You didn't bring some a weirdo into the mix. Yeah, he wasn't sitting there trying to be in everyone's face and like this is why you you know whatever keep having me DJ. Uh-huh. It was just like very organic. But like, you know, why did why the fuck would you bring him on board? Have you done that multiple times? Have you brought a bunch of people on board? Like nah, that? man, I'm I'm not even big on bringing bringing people around. Period. Like family, I'm I'm not even big on that because like I said, it's always. I can only control my energy. I don't like putting anybody else's energy based. Uh, I wouldn't bring people to your house like that, right? Right. Because you know me. But whatever. Um, I mean, the reason why I did it, because he was already, that's where he was working at. So when I, once I figured out how this works on the road, and I'm seeing different DJs from different cities, uh, they coming up to me randomly, you know what I'm saying? Or the venues are asking me, promoters to say, hey, can this DJ, can he DJ for your uh, open up? I'm like, cool. I'm always saying cool. Like, yeah, 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 yeah whatever. You know what I'm saying? And um, and I, when I caught on, like, you know, no knock to them. I, already, I did that. But now if I have an opportunity to do, like, let me think about who DJ now. You know what I'm saying? And he was DJing. He was taking it serious. Name, DJ, he just changed his name, though. Uh, and he was taking it serious. So that was the first step. Like, okay. This just makes sense. I can do it. Yeah. It's always if I can do it, I'm gonna do it. Like right. there's no, 
You don't, you don't, I ain't charging you. I ain't, you know what I'm saying? This don't mean, you know what I mean? This don't mean nothing more than what it is. Like, right. it's your opportunity to do what you do. Mm-hmm. And I would hope that in life, you can give me that and anybody else I deal with. If I can do something, allow me to do it. You right. know what I mean? So that's what it was. Uh, he just, you know, he was working hard at his craft. And I had an opportunity to put somebody in positions to further it. Like, it makes, it only makes perfect sense to me. It's not really that complex or hard. No, yeah, but you know I'm saying? just trying to prove the point that you're like a power player in that position that could, because I mean. That's what I enjoy doing is try to facilitate. I would like to love to do that, like, you know what I'm saying? Right. And without a check, like, it's just I want to be able to put people together. That, that is like really the check. The check will come back around later on, mm. I feel, the money part of it. So is that is that going into that attitude and that mindset? Is that playing into like your idea of now you want to create like your own podcast and try to create content in that sense too of over conversations and shit like that. So Yeah. So what's the plan for that? Like I know you're in the mix of it. Uh yeah, I mean the podcast is more so for me opportunity to basically have my hub to where I do facilitate, you know what I mean? I want to I want to be able to whatever game I got, and I only been doing this TD thing for what five years? It's 2018, yeah, five years. Uh, but I'm you know 30, 31, 31. So I got life. I already lived life. I got a lot of game to share, which I I do this in my on my daily anyways to younger people, younger cousins, nieces, nephews. Mm-hmm. The youth period. You know what I'm saying? I'm like TF with that. I took that word from him, the youth. Uh, so I'm big on that. So I want to be able to create something to where I'm just passing game. I'm not here for no controversy or, you know what I'm saying, or a lot, I'm not going to let nobody come on a channel and lie or nothing like that. I'm just really trying to help. Yeah. And if I can help, I want to give you my game. You know what I'm saying? And I also want to put – I also want to – if whoever follow me, based on, I'm betting on my, on my reputation. I'm like betting. I'm putting my, all my money on my reputation. I wouldn't bring you no bullshit, like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So I wouldn't. I don't want to put nobody on the show that I feel is bullshit, and and I wanted to kind of the, the listener and uh, uh, the uh, the guests to feed off each other. So if I got this artist this week, and I three weeks from now I got another artist that makes sense for them to work. You know what I'm saying? If they both on my show, the minute I make the call, like y'all should get together, I think it'll, they'll do it. Yeah, for they'll sure. They'll be more inclined to do it. And that's not, not just about artists. It'd be about anything, whatever business you're in. Yeah. I'm just trying to make, I want to be able to say, all these people came to my show, and guess what? Damn near all these people work with each other too. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And built that up. Yeah, like, that's a dope way to kind of Kind of like I'm an uncle. You know what I'm saying? Like all my nieces, even my grown nieces and nephews, they'll call me, they still call me Uncle Kim and shit. So, yeah. like that's still the feel I got. Like I want to be able to like, I ain't gonna call my show Uncle Nothing, but just <laughs> to come, King. just to come and get and get that feeling, it's like I'm I'm with an uncle right now who's really giving me game and who want to see me win. You know what I'm saying? And he don't got a problem with connecting me the dots with this person or that person. Right, right, right. So, that's dope. You know what no, I, mean? I think that's so. Is that like in effect? Are you planning on releasing that shit sooner? Or are you just still building it? Uh, still, idea? we still build. I mean, really not. We just we just really the production side of it right now. I mean. I haven't reached out to the, the guests I want on the show and all that, but I got a list of people, like I said, I feel like will genuinely come sit down with me already anyways. Yeah, yeah. So I uh, got the location. We're going to be out of a building. Uh, Vector 90 is uh, is the uh, the name. Which of, is kind of like a WeWork space, you were saying, right? Like it's a creative. Yeah. Really yeah. Like membership type shit. Yeah. 
That's dope. It'll be special. It's gonna be dope, man. Good. So. No, um, I think that that suits you well to be in that position because I don't know how many fucking conversations. One conversation that I remember having with you was uh, vibing out about the idea, the name for your podcast. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. And we had this whole conversation on an airplane when we were in Australia. I want to say we we're in Australia. Right? Uh huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so yeah. keep. This is one of my favorite stories because Keem. Which is funny as fuck, because just two episodes ago, all right, let me piece this together for you. Keem tells me about this idea for his podcast. Tells me he wants to do this. This is way before I thought I'd, I didn't even know I'd end up having a Black Window Cream podcast. Yeah. I just came out with the group. Yeah, yeah. So Keem's telling me, yeah, I want to do this podcast. I want to talk to all these people. I think I can get some good interviews out of there and just have some good conversations. Yeah, can you imagine if we're just capturing these conversations right now? Yeah, yeah I do. I get it. That makes sense. And he goes, it's all, it's all about the perspective. So I think I'm going to call it the Perspective Podcast. Yeah. And I was like, yo, that's fucking... Great fucking idea, King. I said that. I said, that's a fucking dope title. Genius idea, that's King. A genius idea. Yeah. Stupid genius. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And I then, appreciate uh, that. Made me feel good, man. Yeah, I did. I was like, yo, really, you should do this shit because, like, fuck it. We're around mad people. It'd be easy to get these conversations in the bag, blah, blah, blah. Whatever. So we land. Like, two days pass. And uh, he sends me a screenshot of my homie Scotty Russell, um, his Instagram. But it's his Instagram that he's an illustrator, and he goes by Perspective Collective. Yeah, shout out to my boy June Deadline. He he sent me that screenshot. I told, I walked over, you know, went to his house, broke it down to him. He was rocking with the idea, and whatever, however he think he, soon as I got in the car and hit the corner. He's sending me a screenshot. Hey, so June somebody looked, already has this. Yes. Hey, look who's following your boy. <laughs> so June looks it up, finds Scotty's page, screenshots it, sends it to Keem. Keem just sends it to me without any text around it. He just screenshots it to me. This is two days later, right? So I'm like, I don't know where I was. I think we might have been in Paris or something. I think you was at a boy's house. We were on the road. Oh, I thought you was at the perspective. No, no, no. We were on the road. So he sends me a lunch. screenshot. I'm just saying, like, I wasn't with you at the venue. I was out yeah. running around. So. He sends me a screenshot, and I was like, oh, shit, that's fucking funny. Like, you follow Scotty. That's crazy, because he is kind of like a popular illustrator dude that has, like, a few, th- you know, like, 40K followers. Okay. So what are the odds that you would follow this guy? So I kind of laugh about it. Ha, ha. That's crazy. He doesn't respond to me. And I forgot about it, because honestly, I just thought he was showing me that he <laughs> yeah. knew a guy that I knew. Yeah. So then, then we go to the venue, and we start talking, and he's like, hey, what the fuck is going on? Like, why are you... You know, why does your boy have this podcast called Perspective Podcast after I just told you I want to start a podcast? Yeah. And it all makes sense right in that moment where I'm like, oh, shit. Yo. So now I understand that Kim thinks I'm out here fucking selling ideas, giving up all his secrets. Like we just had this long conversation on this airplane. Yeah. And then fast forward to him finally thinking that I fucking took this shit, took this shit and ran with it to my homie. I'm like, yo, you should start this shit. He really believes this shit. He really, really. No, I did. I, I believed it. I believed it too strong. He too did. Too strong. He was pissed. To where I'm like, it really fucked me up inside. Like, how do you go about this? Because don't second guess yourself on this game. He did it. <laughs> that's that's the only thing I was like. I'm always trying to give somebody the benefit of the doubt, and I was battling like he did the shit. There's no way. Like to to get that screenshot from June, and, and it says Ben's follow. <laughs> I'm like, hell no, nah, what the fuck is this about? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I looked at you in so many ways, like, you gotta be one of the illest per- people. You know what I'm saying? To, to to look me in my eyes and tell me how dope this idea was and everything. 
I, I should have me so fucked up. And then we still have the rest of the I tour I t- to I go. Call, I think I called mom's number on that one. You called your mom? I believe so. Because I was, I was fucked up like, yo, this, this is my encounter. You know what I'm saying? With Ben. Remember Ben Haggerty, the guy I told y'all about, man? He's a piece of shit. <laughs> that quick. That quick. Because the first time, first time you, had, you had came by my family house in L.A. when we I first met. met. Yeah, yeah, that's where I met you at. And, uh, and yeah, there's already like, who's the guy back there? Yeah, that's Ben. Boom. So it, it kept on from there. That's Ben. That's Ben. Right, right. I had to rewind and let him know who, hey, who what Ben was. He's a piece, piece of shit. Of shit. <laughs> fucking, fucking shark, man. Fucking it's fucking shark. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He came for, he coming for the taking. That's how I felt, man. Oh, my God. So he says all this shit to me in this green room. And I just die laughing. And he's like not laughing about it because he's like, no, for real. Yeah, we're in Canada. I don't know where we were. And I'm just losing my fucking mind. Yeah. And I'm like, what do you, you think I did that shit? I'm like, you think I ran? So this whole time, because it was like a week or two or something that went by where you've been fucking marinating in this shit. Nah, for sure, yeah. (laughs) And we had a flight, we had another flight together where we sat by each other in the plane. So you still had to sit next to your enemy in your head. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And you had said something too. You had said, I forget what it was. It was something real key that you said in that moment. I forget what it was too. You, I'm surprised you don't remember. It was something what, on that the plane? put. Yeah, it was. It, you put more shit on top of shit. You had said something. It was like I. I that's what made me bring it up. I had to say something. Like, are you really being funny with me now? Oh, maybe I think I brought up the I, that he was an illustrator. Maybe uh, like trying to get him to collab with someone. Maybe I forget. I feel like it was something like that where you were like, "Yo, let's talk about this." Yeah, I had. To, I, that was the like that, you really pushed it there. Yeah. I'm like, okay, you really now you're trying to disrespect me. So then we go on and he starts telling me this shit and how he feels and he's all butthurt about it. He thinks I stole his idea. And I had to pull up. I pulled up iTunes, got on the podcast, went to Sky's podcast, went all the way back to his first episode and was able to prove it right there in that <coughs> moment that this motherfucker had this podcast created way before I even met you or knew you. Shout out to Scotty, man. Thank God, Scotty. Shout out to Scotty, man. I want to fuck with my boy Scotty, man. Come on this show, man. Go on this show. Chop it up, man. Yeah, you should go on his show. He'd love that shit. That'd be funny. And he was just on this podcast fucking two two weeks ago. So it's funny that this is bad. Yeah. <laughs> that you two are this close to each other in episodes. I don't know if that means anything to anyone. But that was a really fucking funny moment. No, it's a classic moment. So then how do you feel about me now? Are you good? You still feel like I'm I'm shark esque? Like I could still be a shark? Nah, you're a different type of shark. Like you Why am nah. I still a shark though? You're a different type of shark. Not no. What I'm saying, it's nothing wrong with sharks. Why, okay. why are you judging sharks? I like don't shark shame. Don't shark shame. Okay. Right. Uh, no. What I'm saying is, you're good. You're good in my book. When I say a shark is like they call lawyer sharks, I feel like you can go get put in the room, and you're going to figure your way out. And with uh, some right. of the sickest of manipulations, <laughs> I feel like you can do that. I feel like you can pull that off. You That's can get in the tight. room, and you can convince you can you can go in a a room full of black people and convince them that you are black. I believe. I'm talking about black as Wesley Snipes. Damn. You can convince them and get out of there. You think I could do that? I think so. Damn. You can let them know. You know what I'm saying? Same dope. story as logic. Hey, my black father. Got <laughs> <laughs> I got this black father. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Same story as logic. <laughs> hey, honestly, though, real I, shit, though. Have you met him? I haven't. I think I, I'm not I'm in passing, yeah, right? Okay. But real shit, though, this is, this is off topic all the way, though. But logic, I just thought about this driving the other day. Has anyone ever seen his pops, though? I don't know. I don't Because I heard his pops like on drugs and all that, whatever. Right. So I was like, did they ever show him, though? Because that's kind of funny. 
Well, I don't know. I don't think that. I think from what I remember is they don't have like a relationship now. Ah, bet. <laughs> <laughs> a relationship in where the sense that there's no imagery. Yeah, my black father, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know him no more. Don't, That's really tight. He left me, man, on drugs. Can you believe that? <laughs> Be like, you met my mom Tracy, but you haven't met my dad Pat. You know what Oh man. No man, but for sure. That's it. All right, cool. So I'm a shark. Learned the lesson. Um, yeah, man. But I don't know. I just feel like. It was dope. Also, I like what you, that piece that you're wearing around your neck. Ah, uh, you gonna ask me about the piece? Hell yeah, I got you that motherfucker. You got me. Oh, you did give me this piece. I did you don't even remember his name. Um, Shaka God, bitch. I know. Oh, uh, that's not that's not his name. That's you're just, his, that's you're what disrespecting he goes by. me by saying his name. He goes by Shaka God. He told it's me not that. Sh- Shaka. Shaka. That's foul. <laughs> Is it? Is it? Nah, it's, I'm gonna pull it up. The right fact now. that you're saying Shaka is hilarious. I hope. Shut you, up. I'm gonna prove it's it. It's right Shaka Russ. You know. You know the whole. You know the Shaka is right. No, dude, and I know a lot of people too. That's why it's probably hard for me to remember. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not answering your question now. You're asking about Shaka. Right, no, talk to me about what you say. How do you say his name? Chakra. Chakra. Oh, I was. It's, off. it's a big difference. It's a big that? difference, huh? How do you spell that? Chakra. C H A K R A. No, no. Yeah. No, that ain't right. C H. Come on, man. You got Chakra guy. Come yeah. on, where you at? Whatever. It's like kind of. I'm gonna pull him up now. I'm gonna pull him up now. You got me high. All right, let's place it. We're in Paris. This dude comes to the show, sending me mad messages like, "Yo, pull up, blah blah. blah, Come outside. I got gifts for you. All right, cool. I come out." And he's got yeah. I had I had the right. All these fucking gems, or yeah, you call it. Man, young chakra god. That's my boy. Mine too. He's a homie. Shaka. I honestly read it. Shaka. I also read (laughs) boom shaka lock. You still trying to convince? Stupid as. I read stupid as Cupid, all right? I didn't read well when I was in grade school. Look at me now. Yeah, look at you now. Look I like that. Now, I like that. My fault. Sensitive subject. My fault. Anyway, Young Chakra Gods. That's his uh, IG. Look him up. But he he traveled all over the place. Oh, yo, his IG is tight. He he literally goes all over the place and finds those. What are they called? Do not you know gems. them or do you not know them? I know. Did you get any? <laughs> I did. I, and you guys took them all from me. I didn't get, I got one I got to keep and it was for, I gave it to Lauren. It was a tiger eye. What'd you give her? Shit was hard as fuck. But what'd you give her? The tiger eye. But what was it? What he kind of stone was it? He said it was called it? a tiger eye. <laughs> <laughs> he said it was called a tiger eye and I gave it to Lauren. <laughs> it's the foul, you're the foulest friend, bro. You're the foulest friend. The nah, topic. I mean, I, it's on a piece of paper. He wrote down where he got these, but he would go all over the place and get these shits from like different countries and shit. So where's that one from? My next picture, I'm taking like this though. Like, he's trying to show. Look at him. He's on trying to show the camera. You uh, really gotta watch this interview to on Joey. YouTube, it's guys. Joey. Uh, Why did you show a picture of Joey? Because that picture is hilarious <laughs> to me, though. It's that post. <laughs> <laughs> that picture is hilarious to me. All I'm right, so Dave, happy. Post this picture. Post this picture. Where's but, that at? Huh? Never mind. Post yeah. that picture so people can see it on YouTube. Anyway, so what's that mean to you? Because when I came. When he gave me these things, I knew you were obsessed. You were going to light up when you saw shit. So yeah. I brought them back, like this box full of these gems, and Keem ran over. Like, <laughs> like he had eaten in days, and he just saw bread. He's like, oh, fuck, I need them. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he wrapped them all around his neck and started wearing those. Uh, I, was, I was just getting into that at the time, and I'm still getting into them. But uh, this one, he sent, he sent me after me and him became friends. I didn't get this one out of that batch. He sent this for my birthday. Oh, for real? Yeah, he sent this for my birthday. We still keep in touch, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's I dope. send him business and everything, you know. Do, <laughs> but uh nah this one right here is a uh uh blue amethyst this is uh more so the colors just for my birth my month i'm a june that's a gemini rock or something 
for the month. Yeah, you can say Gemini. Uh, oh, it's just a June. Yeah. That's like, all right, cool. I, I don't want to say, I know prosperity is one of them. You know what I'm saying? Of course, it's, it takes uh, advice against negative energy and all that. The rest of what it is, I don't want to say because I don't remember. That's why I, <laughs> no, I don't remember. I know, like, I, I really don't remember. So back then he was just getting into it and just getting out of it at the same time when we got Yeah, shit. like, no, because I, I, like, I got it written down too. I can go to my notes. I just don't want to do that right now. I don't want to be cannabis on, on the screen right now. I got you. My, right? But for sure. I honestly, you funny for asking me about this. Because I said, he ain't going to ask me about this. Really? I said it. Like, I'd be, I be self-conscious about wearing it sometimes because I don't be having to answer people that like I feel like they deserve. Yeah, that's why I call it tiger eye. You yeah. See what I'm saying? Yeah. You could have just said that's a stone wrapped in well, the, stuff. When you first got it, you came upstairs and said, I just got Lauren a Tony the Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> a Tony the Tiger. So, but you've grown already. So, you know what I mean? That's the, that's the goal, bro. Uh, what do you think about Black with No Cream? Uh, I like it, bro. Um I mean, I like it because it's you doing it, first of all. So, I mean, I, I honestly feel like if it's in your hands that I, I believe in your creativity. You know what I'm saying? And I told you from the jump. I didn't, I, did I tell you that I wanted to, I, maybe me and you actually did a podcast? I don't know if I told you that. I wanted them that we should have done a podcast? Yeah. Damn, that would have been tight. On one of these overseas buses. I believe I said that. Uh, I don't know. Oh, yeah. No. That I was th- right when, I t- when you were telling me about perspective. And I was like, that's really dope. Right? You know what I'm saying? So... <laughs> Yeah, then I told you we no, should do one. Tight. Then you ran off and did black with no cream. It's how it happens. Uh, That's what it is. Shark. And um, <laughs> no, nah, but I, I mean, like I said, it's, it's in good hands. I think you're uh, creative. I think your conversations are like this conversation me and you just had was easy and dope. But at the same time, it was fun. Like you naturally do this shit. I was laughing at. Uh, I'm definitely laughing at the one UNTF did. Yeah. I forget the names of some of the other people you was doing them with. But you just that's what me and Q and everybody laughed at you about. Like. You just love asking questions. You know what I'm saying? You <laughs> yeah. like, like you get a kick out of the questions you ask. Like you get a real kick out of the questions you ask, and that's funny, especially like on to, to see it yeah. on the camera. Like it's, it's, it comes off like that too. And if you got the right guests, and I think you you uh, picking them right, I think I, I like Black with No Cream. Dope. And it's funny. I'm, I, you know, I got to be honest on the show. First, I didn't get. I don't drink coffee. Right. So you know all the jokes we cracked. You know what I'm saying? Black and white jokes that we cracked all already. So, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Go on. Black with no cream. I I really had to process what that was about. Yeah. Want to jump? Black with no cream. Run through you know, it. I, Let's I signed hear. up for the emails and all that and shit for the the group on Facebook. Oh, thanks, dog. Um, Curiosity. Yeah, yeah. No, but I did that just cause. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, I'm a part. I just don't be posting on that group, but I watch everything. Right. But yeah, and I I told uh I told someone about. Black with no cream. It's a couple of days ago. I forget who it was. I told somebody about it, and they were like, "What is that about?" I was like, "I know. I understand how that sounds." I'm saying, but honestly, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, I know what that sounds. But honestly, it actually is a it's a dope ass concept, and it makes sense. This guy really drinks coffee. Like he legit drink. I don't drink coffee, so that when I see people drink coffee as much as you do, it always stands out to me. So it makes perfect sense. It's right. This is yeah. This is legit. This is perfect. Man. I just read that. Uh, like people that drink like four cups of coffee a day, it reduces like the possibility of suicide. Isn't that interesting? The way it like affects that, your endorphins bullshit. and that's shit crazy. like that. I don't know. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. But um, yeah. So other question I wanted to ask was, uh, how's your mom doing? Because I know Ruby, man. Shout Ruby. out to moms. That's a good question. I think that I appreciate that. Uh, moms no, I, is 
good right now, man. She, we just, um, of course, you asking just because you knew, but at the same time, she had the heart attack last year, uh, June, as soon as I got off tour. And, um, and uh, that kind of like switched up like my whole path for last year and everything, really, because I stay, ended up staying home and just, you know, to be there for her, for comfort and for help. Yeah. And, um, but nah, she good, man. She, she, she got past that. Uh, she's in a real good space right now. She, you know, moving around, back to doing what she's doing, popping her shit, talking her shit. Mom, yeah, you your know, mom. Mom's like a, a celebrity on my social media. I was just going to say, Q makes you famous in your own sense, and then you, your characters is your mom. Mom's and your hilarious. nephews are hilarious too. Oh yeah, yeah, and nephews, the one dude nephews, was and my in, nieces uh, too. Yeah, Isaiah's video. Uh, Tyler, that's my he little nephew, Tyler. Yeah, fu- and then he was on a live stream of yours too, and this kid was hilarious. Yeah. I kept, he oh had, yeah, he had Keem's phone, and he's just like, aha! He kept laughing, and then I'd be like, tell Keem to give you twenty dollars. Yeah. He says, tell Uncle Keem, but he's like trying to read through it. Give me twenty dollars, and he realizes what he's saying. He's like, yeah, yeah, this nah. kid's hilarious. He's natural, man. My nieces and nephews, they all like their personalities are so crazy and unique. They dope. I love hanging around them. Like I love hanging around them more than, you know, the homies and all that. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? They just the youth just bring something about you, like, whatever. They always kinda like give you that push. And I don't have kids, so they give you that push to want to just do something, get do more, you know. But I take pride in that. No, the moms is good, man. Yeah, I was glad because I remember I don't remember. I'm trying to remember it right now when you posted something about your mom having a heart attack, but I didn't get it. Oh uh, yeah, remember bitch. I commented something on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ba ha ha ha. Your whole f- yeah, I said ba ha ha ha. Yeah. But what the fuck was that like? Why would I have said that? Was it? It like- was a certain clip you said. Oh, like I, I remember. I posted a minute clip and you saw just one part of it or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like I, I was like, you know, when you watch on Instagram with no sound and shit, and then the clip came on and whatever it was, I was like, ah ha ha, that's funny. I didn't read the caption or nothing, but the caption was like, yo, my mom just had a heart attack, basically. Yeah. And I'm saying, bah, ha, ha. Yeah. And your family, like, went ham on me. And yeah. I was like, oh, shit. Like, as soon as I went back, watched it again, I don't remember if it was, like, your niece or something. She's like, hey, fuck you, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, wait, what? Why'd she yeah, say yeah, that? This yeah, shit was yeah. funny as fuck. Whatever I saw was funny. I had to step back. I'm like, dog, my mom's been through cancer twice. I know what the fuck. Now I understand. I'm calling you like, yo. Nah, I, I honestly didn't understand it. I'm, try, I'm trying to see if I can find it real quick, but I probably nah, can't. No, you post too much fucking No, no, I had posted, I, we posted the conversation with you. Who? You, uh, I had. I have it. <laughs> he screenshots this yeah, shit. We, you had called, you had called hey, the in. the shark strikes again. <laughs> the shark strikes again. Look at this fucking. But I probably don't got it then. Fuck who, it. Who the fuck are you sharing this with? I didn't share it. It was just me and Moose. Talking shit? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because I remember I called uh, you, or I called Moose or someone, and <laughs> you guys were there, but you were like, hey, yo, you're done. I heard, what was the shit that you said about Keem's family? You you fucking with the family, Ben, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, hey, no. And I tried to start explaining. You guys all started dying laughing. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. You got, yeah, you got me hot right now. I ain't going to find that, but... Yeah, for next time. Yeah, well, I'm glad to hear your mom is fucking A1. She's back at it. She is really. If you follow Kimon IG, you got to listen. Watch the stories because this dude. That's it, dude. Oh, you filmed, you filmed yeah. that conversation? Oh, let me see. Oh, we're talking about money. We're talking about getting paid and shit. This, he's trying to find a shit right now. This is not fun for my audio listeners. You got this nigga family all fucked up right now. <laughs> I know, I know, I 
I'm like, I know. I'm like, yo, you have to understand what happened. <laughs> you got them all fucked up. Damn. Ugh. That was a, that was a sad moment for me. I was really thought I offended everybody in your family. Yeah, man. Hey, my mom's sick. Ah. Yeah. Ah. All right, nice. here. This is um, cause I just I think what I would love to do is have you be a guest frequently on mm. this podcast, just cause it's fun, and I feel like. I just like having conversations and recording them and shit. So yeah. we should do this again. But I did leave it in the group. I don't know if you saw it, but I let people ask questions to you. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I posted this picture of you. That's really funny. Man. Cause it, <laughs> what the fuck is it, man? Because it's you going like this. Oh, uh, you got me hot. And I put a crying face because Q, um, Q commented on it said, this post let me know you hella weird. I go hard in the gym. You can post that weird because, lol, you got me hot for this pic. Laugh my ass off. Oh, this is a recent pick? No, that's an old one. Oh, old pick, okay. I just went deep. But it's Pause. a picture I took of you. Pause. Shut up. I went. Pause. <laughs> it's a picture that Pause. I took of you. Where were we at? Oh, you weren't with us. Where were we at? Do you know what this picture is? It's great. Or that uh, that wall, the Berlin wall. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Berlin. Yeah, okay. Um, but anyway, that's a good classic one. So anyway, we got a ton of questions. We don't have to answer all of them, but I'll just uh, put, kind of pop through them. Right. So. Zach self, you don't don't you don't have to take a long time to you can kind of pop through these or whatever if you want to do quick. It says, what does it take to work for TDE? This is my ultimate dream job. Does your life ever feel surreal being this successful and working with one of the most recognized names in rap? I bet it would feel like a dream. God bless to you and thanks for being on the podcast. Zach self. What does it take to work for TDE? Uh, um, shit. I guess determination. I mean, if you you know get through and then. You got to go meet the big boss, man. Go holler at top. That's, you know what I mean? Meet top. You know, come off right. You might, you know, you go hustle like you broke from there. That from Before then and when you get there, that's what it is. Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, Daniel Hoyos says, at what point should an artist start looking for a label? Ah, that's a tough one for me. Uh, ah. <laughs> label, um, I guess... I mean, try independent first, man. Try independent first. That's what I say. Yeah. Try independent first. That's usually how it goes. For, yeah. If you go get a label, try to go find somebody to partner up with, whatever the case may be. Somebody who genuinely believe in, believe in you, you can go partner up. You know what I mean? Mm. If you ain't got no money or nothing to bring to the table, you got to go find somebody with some money, partner up, and then you got to put the work in. And right. Then, you know, until y'all catch up and y'all partners. So, Corey Sparks says, what advice does he have for us if we have a good friend that we want to help manage with their music, what can a creator do to help boost our management capabilities? References. So I think he's asking like, if if you if I'm the artist, you're my friend, and I trust you. Like, what kind of things can I do as a manager? I guess to help the music process grow. Like, how can you help facilitate the artist so the artist can grow as a manager, in the management standpoint? Uh, I mean, I guess just learn the artist and learn. Y'all gotta be on the same page, you know, with the direction and um, and like I said, man, if if I was if I was in charge of trying to get people to hear the person, I'm going to start with what I can start with. I'm gonna start with whoever's next to me, like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, and just word of mouth, really, mm. you know, it's just it's really a hustle. But the artist is talented, you know what I mean? All you gotta just do is do your part. And me as the manager, I got to go find people to listen. 
did it take you a while to like kind of adapt to Q shit? Or I mean, you guys kind of knew each other throughout like adapt to what? Like on tour and shit. Like to be like you just said, like you got to know the artist and like be able to understand the artist. Uh, yeah, I, it's yeah, it switched up because it was homies first, and then to go into like you know work. Yeah, I'm like working for you for real, for real. Yeah. So I had to legit strip my. A lot of shit down about myself to just understand that process. That and it ain't easy working with like not to say it's hard to work with Q, but he just talk a lot of shit. Hell yeah. So you really gotta your ego got to be in check with yourself. You got to be real. You got to know yourself. You know what I'm saying? And mm. be cool and you know talk shit back and all that. But whatever. But uh, it was it, that was just you know I had to switch that up a little bit, adjust my mind with that. But it wasn't. It ain't hard. It wasn't hard. How much money did you lose on tour playing dice? Uh. Nah, shit that yeah, I probably lie. I lost. I mean, not much, not much. Like I know under a thousand or twelve. Yeah, right. Was it? It was more For than that. Sure. Yeah, I couldn't believe it when you did it. Sometimes, yo, this shit was hilarious one time because Smack, it was Smack Q and Keem, and Q was on like crushed it. He just kept hitting it and crazy, right? Yeah, but Smack that motherfucking nigga with all the money. Yeah, but I know Smack came up and Smack had like. A shit, like, I don't know what he, he started with like a hundred bucks and then came up like twelve, thirteen hundred dollars And everyone's like, yo, smack, stop. Everyone kept telling him. And then you were playing too. So you're like, yo, let's just smack you. Everyone's advising him, like, stop doing it. Yeah. Like, no, let's keep going. Let's keep going. And throws yeah. more money down, which pushed you to throw more money down. And then I watched you try to give advice to smack to stop, but you couldn't either. And this motherfucker spent, <laughs> lost all the money he came up in that one round. And Q literally is a, Scooped it from you and Smack at the same time. Yeah. And it was like $1,500 in one. That was one hour. Less than an hour. This was on the bus. And he lost 1500 And I was just like, why? Did nah, you nah. That's, that? Yeah, that was one of the hard, harsh-ass lessons, too. That was a harsh-ass lesson for me, too. I ain't going to lie to you. Uh, yeah, that, I that one fucked me up. You had, a, you had a, like a plan for what you were going to do with your budget. That budget, too. Like That was 1500 You were saving for something nice. <laughs> you fucking <laughs> Nah, for sure I had something real nice to go with that. It's funny. I, was, I, I got the damn video of Smack losing that, too. Uh, <laughs> I did, too. You got that? Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah you, I'm tripping. You got all the damn footage. Yeah, I got everything. Yeah, that's hilarious, though. But I was just looking at that. But yeah, man. Those are really funny clips. I lost my money. You lost a lot of money. I couldn't believe that shit. All right. Matt Bland says... How did you first start managing Q? Um, not how he met Q, but when he signed on as a manager and how did he move? So you already heard that shit kind of in the, in the beginning, like how that grew. What was the best piece of advice given to you as you started your career? Follow up. What wisdom do you think young artists need to hear? This is from Mark Les, my homie. The best piece of advice I got? Uh, shit, that's one. That stay one. Stay really. safe. I guess. I mean, stay safe. I mean, I don't even know. I can't really... <clears throat> Think about no advice I got. Uh, I, I, I'm gonna go to my father on this one. Just more so, my father and my mother. Like, just don't lose myself. Like, really, this is before. That's only advice that I knew walking into this. Just don't lose yourself. On who you are, you know what I'm saying? Remember who you are. Like, mm-hmm. never forget who you are. Um, and you know, stand on your own too. Period. Like, you know, never just. I'm not here to you know, you know the, the slang, bend over and take shit like. You know who you are. Never forget yourself. Yeah, for sure. And so that's my whole little thing. Um, Daniel Pipe. I don't know how you say his name. Daniel what? P I P E. How would you say it? How would you say that? P P. This motherfucker's crazy, man. Why you? <laughs> he said, "What would you look for in a videographer or photographer, both creatively and professionally, if you needed to hire one? 
what, what would stop you from hiring one? Uh, what would stop you from hiring one? If they wasn't like Ben Haggerty. You feel me? That's it? Yeah, that's it. They wasn't like Ben Haggerty. If they was the opposite of Ben Haggerty. All right, but uh, let's see what else we got here. Alua Gordon says, how does he work to make sure Schoolboy Q has his own name and brand while signed to such a big roster like TDE? I just do my part, man. I'm just role manager. Uh, I do my part in the road. All that credit like that goes to uh, – I mean, of course it goes collectively to the team and all that, but that's a top. That's a Moose. That's a Dave. That's a Rhett. You know what I'm saying? They put in a lot of that. They Basically, I'm like, the role manager. Right, you know right. what I mean? I yeah. just do my job, make sure – uh, everything's taken care of on the road, and of course I do th- other things outside of the road. But essentially, tour. Yeah, tour that tour. all that type of shit, building the brand and all that. That's that's free. That's Musa. That's Red. That's Top. You know what I mean? That's all them. Um, let's see, Fernando. He just said this is actually dope. This dude um, just fucking hosted the first like Black Window Cream meetup in London. Okay, yeah, I seen that. That's crazy. Yeah, you said like five people came, but that's pretty lit. For that's good, man. Group Don't ever take, like, yeah, that's good. Five people, man. Yeah, a few thousand wow. people. That's nuts. Anyway, he says, <clears throat> when you are on tour with your indie or assigned artist, what are the skills or vision that you look for, or that you're looking in your tour media team? I don't know what that means. He's saying like what you know, because we met about this, and you first told me like, yo, I want like you gotta treat this like every person's a character. He's saying like, what mm-hmm. would you want from your photos, your video guys? Like, what do you want them doing to capture the essence of the tour? Like, whatever that is for you, you know. So what just, I mean? Yeah, to, know, to really know how to capture emotion and not necessarily not like the stage part mm-hmm. to be able to learn. If you learn in me, you know, I'm, I'm most of the time I'm joking and all that, but I'm I got another side to me where I'm just real mellow, quiet and all that. Uh, to be able just to learn me and catch the true emotion and not when I'm in front, you know, in front of like the promoters or, you know, the, the cliche pictures and all that, right, right, right. whatever the case may be. Not them, just learning the person. Uh, I want to talk about, I almost talked about something crazy. <laughs> ben got some lock, some crazy footage, y'all. What? Of special people in the world, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Footage yeah. like that. Yeah, you can't talk about that yet. Yeah, footage like that, though. Right. Nuts. Um, what's the best way to get in touch with a tour manager to offer them my reel? Says Gavin Moody. So he's just, how can he show you footage of work he does? Like it's essential, same thing as like the artists bringing music on board. Email them. I mean, of course, social media, that's what it is. Get their email from social media, go in their DMs. If that don't work, I revert back to what I said. Get you at least somebody like on my page. I'm not cracking like that. Get 30 people. Have them all at me at one time. I'm gonna see it. Hell yeah! And just think about it the same way. That's what? a great. That's a really good tool because I feel like people. This is a common question. The question is always gonna be, especially for you, how can I shoot a show like yeah. on tour? How can I shoot um, a concert or whatever? Yeah. I get asked that all the time. How to get media passes? All that shit. What What advice on top of that style where you could bombard someone's IG? What else would you give them advice? Also, just the advice of looking up you on the tour, like trying to find your IG. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that there's a tour manager. They don't understand that concept of it, so they don't know who to contact. Except and that's what I'm saying. If you if you go through the them channels, like to really find out the tour manager, know that. And most times, they social media is not crazy. If you're a right. tour manager, you're not. You own the scene. The ones that's getting all the chicken and all that, they behind the scenes. So Unless you're Nicky I'm, I'm part of the front line. <laughs> yeah, right. Unless you're her manager. And uh. Yeah, I mean, certain ones got, you know, different strokes, you know, I mean, whatever, but 
just get in touch with them. I mean, I'm a person who check DMs. I just learned about the other section of DMs, though, not too long ago. The ones that, like, my page is open, but if I don't follow these people, they Oh, DM yeah, like me. the... Um, I don't see their shit. The though. requests? Yeah. Why? It says it at the top corner. It says request 10, 15, 30. Nah, man. It says it's different. It's Are you talking different. about on Instagram? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, it says request, but I always just look at 66 request. <laughs> he was just sitting here on 66 kids. Nah, he's telling, hey, don't. You, this is how you do it. DM me. And he's just not Yeah, no, nah, I, just, I just got into that. I just got into that. Yeah, look around. You probably got some good shit in there. I'm a, yeah, I'm going to get into it. One time I did. It was crazy. It was One crazy. Time. Yeah. One time. Yeah, take a look. There's some good shit in there. Yeah, some good shit in there. Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, and a lot of these are definitely going to be like video heavy or whatever, but Corey... Catalado, I don't know how you say his last name. I'm terrible with last names and first names sometimes. How important of a role does video play in boosting a musician's career? Recaps, music videos, etc. How, how how much do you think that plays into it? I think a lot. Uh, I'm, I'm a big on visuals, and it just brings life to the song. But sometimes people people kill the fucking song. They kill the life. With the videos. With the video. Yeah, if it's a bad so If you video. don't know, if the video don't enhance it, if it don't, if it don't give you, not you that feel, fuck how you feel. Because yeah. you're not making it for you, really. You know what I'm saying? You're making it for the people. So if it's not, if you don't got honest people around you, or just don't step outside of your friends sometimes and just ask other people how they feel about the mm. video. Just make videos that t- uh, touch you. You know what I mean? This, uh... I answered that all bad, but... You know. No, I like that. This girl, um, Aisha. I, I think that's Aisha, how you say her name, but I appreciate sure her name. She's fucking... Goes ham in black with no cream. Shout out to her. She said, oh my God, Keen. Oh, she said that? That's the first comment. Okay. Then the second comment is, also just thank you, Lau, because Q is my literal favorite. So, yeah. And then she sent another comment that says, how does your mom feel about Q and being gone with tour with him? Do you hate tours or love them? And also... Can I have your mom, please? Because I think I love her. Yeah. <laughs> you got fans, dog. <laughs> no, that shout outs to her. Uh, <laughs> how, how's my mom feel about me? My mama don't like me traveling at all. Especially probably after getting She shot. actually think Q is pretty funny and all that. And uh, she thinks he's funny. She think I mean, she think he's cool. Uh, she brag about Q. Like, he his damn son just for that fact that I'm, you know what I mean, with him and all that. Yeah, right. Um. Uh, she can't have my mama. Nah, you, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> what else she asks? Uh, she just asks if she could have your mom, and she loves her. Do you love or hate tours? Not I'm, related to your mom, but like in general. Yeah, I, I'm I'm okay with I'm okay with them. I'm okay with them for sure. They cool. It's just uh, I'm like I said, I'm a family person and all that. So I I like being home, but at the same time, when I'm being home, I want to go back on the road now. Some you know what I mean. So it's cool. I feel like uh, one of the things about tour is like. I feel like we all hit that point when we were overseas in like Europe and shit. Remember when it was just yeah, like it's just, uh, yeah. By yeah. that point, we'd done all of Australia back and forth on airplanes and all that shit. And you get over there and it's just cold and fucking dim. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a downer. It was a downer over there. What's the longest tour you've been on? Oxymoron, man. Was from uh, we started uh, March, but we, me and Q was already on the road doing all the promo and shit. So, so it was like oh, February, so early February, and we ended. Well, I ended the day. That shit happened, which is July, uh, June 19th. Damn. So it was from basically tour started March 1st, I believe. Yeah, it's like half a year. To June 19th. June, June 19th. Are you uh, 
We did like over, we did like 112 shows, 112 shows in that time period. And I heard that shit was crazy. Just yeah, it's constant crazy. nuts. For sure. What, uh, how you feel about the champion tour? Uh, I think it is, uh, I mean, shit. People been waiting on that. I've been waiting on it as a fan as well. Um, I'm excited to see how, it, you know, how it get put together and how it goes and how everybody, you know, clicking and shit. You know what I mean? Hopefully. Everybody's smooth and everybody have a good time. I know the fans go eat it up. You fans know what I'm saying? Crazy. Fans go eat it up for sure. Just, you know, I, and I feel like all the artists are going to bring, bring it. And uh, it's not that long of a tour, so you're able to really, you know, really bring it every night and shit. And I think it'll be cool. I'm just looking, you know, to see how it is, but, you know, behind the scenes with all the, all the homies together and everybody, you know what I'm saying? Just see how that go. Yeah, it's going to really, be fun. You know what I mean? Where how that go? But, I saw, uh, or what's crazy about that shit is that's like, that tour or this tour is the tour that Musa originally like hit me up to go on mm-hmm. like three years ago or whatever it was. Like, hey, Ben's tight. I want him to go on this TD World Tour or whatever yeah. it was at the time. And he's like, but then I nothing ever happened. And then like mm-hmm. fucking time passed and he tells me to go meet you. And this is like two weeks before tour. And you guys were like, hey, can you leave for the next four months? Yeah. So I was fucking crazy that it finally actually happened because I anticipated this happening forever ago. Yeah, nah, shit. A lot of people have. A lot of people have. It should be good. it should be dope though. I think it's gonna be real dope. I think it's gonna be real dope. I think the energy is gonna bring to the industry and all that. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be crazy. But it's a different tour for you, right? Like, cause it's probably gonna be massive venues. I would imagine. Like, yeah, I mean, it'd be it's yeah. These is this is going to a different ball game for me. So I'm sure it's gonna be everybody probably be on the tour. You know what I mean? And I'm not even sure I'm going on this tour. I I will hope so. You know what I'm saying? Or believe so. But um, ah shit. Do you think it's like you, right now they got you post a picture of you on the wall and a picture of another guy on the wall and then that guy only lost two checks and you lost three checks? Yeah. And they might. <laughs> yeah, fresh, some fresh some fresh motherfucking legs in here with a fresh mind. <laughs> nah, I've been, I've been mentally on, in a d- different space right now. I'm just getting myself together, man. I've been, not like I was off or nothing, but I'm definitely uh, in a better space, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I'm. That's like, like I said, I'm not worried about none of that. I can, it's easy. I do my job on tour. Hmm. I do my job. I get the job done. It's not a hard job. I know I do it, people. You know what I'm saying? Get the job done. It's cool, man. What's your final piece of advice that you would give to someone if they were in your shoes? And if they was in my shoes? Trying to get to your shoes, I guess. I go find your own size, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's the only advice I got. Go find your own size, man. It's, you know, walk your walk. And stand your ground and stand stand on your two, man. Mm. And not to say, like I said, that don't mean don't get help from people to be taking that as don't you can't get help from nobody. Yeah. Nothing can be done alone. But you have to know know, understand and appreciate your your walk. You know what I'm saying? Right. Whatever your your shoes. And and whatever it meshes with, it meshes with. You know what I'm saying? Just be Conscious, I like that. How you how you move, you know what I mean, and make sure you dealing with the right people and all that. Don't don't jump at opportunities. I mean, if it's money you want, you can get money. It's not hard to get money. If it's money you want, go get money. And sometimes they go dangle that money to you. Yeah. As soon as you go grab for it, you falling off the cliff though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you're just never grounded. So you just stay grounded in your walk and your path, and you think you'll be okay, man. You feel me? Yeah. You feel me? I do. You know what I mean? Well, shit. Damn. Yeah, that's a good one right there. That was off the top. Yeah, I'm going to put that on Instagram. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Do that. Fire. How, uh, 
How do you want the people to find you if they if they're looking for you? Oh uh, shit, man. See, you already fucked yourself up because you're going to do this bad branding where you say, go follow me at Stupid Genius, but then three weeks from now, you're going to be like, I'm going to change it to Keem. But it's still going to be, you can still type it in and it'll still be good. You think so? That's my man, Tommy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just, Just keep it in the bio. Just keep it in the bio. But no, nah, I mean, but my, uh, that's part, this part is corny to me. I don't do this. I'm going to look at all the cameras. I don't do this, but <laughs> Stupid Genius is my IG handle. It is my snap handle too. Uh, stupid is spelled with a C, C T U P I D. How you spell genius? G E N I U S. You know what's crazy? Stupid genius, he man. He says that he doesn't do this, but I'll just read the text right here. He said, "Hey, man, I'm gonna come on the show at the very end. I would like to plug all my social media. You got the I'm game thirsty, fucked up. I'm thirsty for new followers, especially yours, because they're loyal and they're Black Widow Cream members. That's why I called you a shark." Somebody gonna believe you. That's why I called you a shark, man. You feel me? Uh, all right. If people made it this far, I always do this shit. I say like anyone who actually listens to this, because at this point we're at um, hour forty five minutes. Oh damn! All yeah, right. we talked for a minute. If you made it this far, and you have Twitter, right? No, I mean I have this stupid genius too. Okay, but I I never use that. No, I don't use that at all. All right. Well then, DM me and Keem on Instagram and use a hashtag, and you get to choose whatever the hashtag is, or on Twitter, do both. I get to choose what the hashtag is? Yeah, what do you want them to say hashtag? If they made it this far, what, what hashtag do you want? Because you'll know. You'll be like, oh, they listen to the whole shit when they tweet Oh, uh, Keem and Ruby. Keem and Ruby? Yeah, that's my hashtag for me and my mama's all that little shit. Tight. Yeah, so Keem and Ruby. That's K-E-E-M-A-N-D-R-U-B-Y. Yeah. Keem and Ruby. He also said in the text, like, I'm going to spell it out just in case you um, don't put it in the show notes. <laughs> I'll spell out all my, <laughs> all my handles and hashtags. I can't wait, man. I'm excited. I'll be there in 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and tell him you was an hour late today, too. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Today was very fucked up for me because I just signed a new lease and did all this bullshit. And Keem sitting here at my office with WPT. WPT, man. Hey, is it cool if I bring Slim on a show in the future? What? Yeah. Well, I figured you were like his manager now. Uh... Well, if, even if I was, even if I was, why wouldn't you ask that grown man if he can come on the show? Why wouldn't you? Because you don't got a mic. I thought y'all was friends. We are. All right, man. <laughs> you feel me? Oh, fuck. All right. Well, that's it. I uh, appreciate you coming on this shit. For sure. You do handshakes and shit afterwards? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just asked if you do them. I'm holding it up right now. You going to leave me like that? I don't do them. I want to know if you do them. I'll do one right now. No, no. I just want to know if you did them. Sometimes I do no, them. Sometimes I just want to know I if you don't. did them. I'm trying to do it right now to you. Cut. That's it? Edit. <laughs> you want to end it like that? Edit. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Fucking cut. Bye, bye, bye. That's it for episode 17 with Akeem Smith, a.k.a. Stupid Genius, a.k.a. Keem. Thank you for tuning in and listening. Make sure to follow Keem on Instagram to get a behind-the-scenes look of life on the road. I shared links to him. In the show notes, which you can find at bwnc.com slash podcast, leave a review on iTunes, and let me know what you loved about this interview. If you're interested in joining the Black Window Cream private group for creators, visit bwnc.com slash join. And last but not least, just buy some merch. That's it. I love merch sales, so that'll help me keep this thing alive. New episodes every single Sunday. See you next week, you bitch! bitch!